0: Winter is cold, but not as cold as the war between us when we go head to head in deadly martial combat, finish a five for five, and go Nazis versus Joes in the game Heroes of Normandy. This is episode 27 of Talk About Board Games. I am Fred, and joining me, as usual, is... Nicole. That's right. Now, Nicole, we've had a couple of weeks of really, really slim gaming, haven't we?
1: Very slim games, yes.
0: Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just gonna... We're gonna get to this what got played, but I'm gonna tell you. Not much. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> So this is what we say When the chips were gone and the sun came up Hey, let's see what God played Alright, now I <clears throat> I have to bring up I mean, first, right off the bat I'm bringing up a game that we brought up already once And that was a game <laughs> that, that I played at Christmas Yes It was a Christmas present And we played it uh, on the Tabcast All-Star Night as our last game, and we then turned around, and I've played it a couple times at work now. Yeah. And that is Birds of a Feather. Yes. Now, this is... I'm just going to... I need to bring it back up, because every once in a while, a game enters your collection that's really small, and you don't expect it to make that big of an impact. When when you go upstairs and you look in, in the collection... There's a lot of little games that we've played like once or twice and don't go back to, or, or for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this is not one of those games. For some reason, this seems to pop up. Even though, even though personally, I really, I mean, I've played it a few times now, and it does seem like it's it plays really similar to Spades, and in that if you get kind of lucky about what cards you get, like if you get a good spread of cards through all four different colors, you can kind of work the table and make sure you get you know, get a high score, whereas if you get a bad draw, you're just not going to even have a chance of winning that round. Mm -hmm. And in the box, it actually suggests that you play, you know, one game of this is several games all put together, and whoever scores the most out of five or something like that, you know, or out of three. It
1: is a quick, quick little game.
0: Right, but it's perfect for me to play at work, Mm -hmm. and it's It's a nice... one little deck of cards, you shuffle it up, deal pretty much the entire deck out to everybody at the table.
1: Well, and everybody you work <coughs> with has the smartphones, so they're all able to download the app to keep score. Right. So that's Right, because it's plus. got a little
0: spreadsheet app. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I've mentioned this before, Quite just just to refresh, this is just a bird, it's a bird collecting game is the theme. You have four wow, different you're not colors. You're collecting
1: the birds. That indicates you're, like, chopping the little beaks off or okay, something. Okay, well, you're
0: trying to see them, it's, you know. <laughs> identifying game right so you have four different colors re- which represent supposedly four different regions and you're trying to see all these different uh birds in each of these reason regions and they every like, every one of them has like a bunch of eggs in them you could find bird eggs those are worth zero points then there's a whole series of birds that are in each region that are worth one point a piece and then there's a, f- a few of them that there's like one card of all the ones that are worth one point apiece, there's two cards of the of each of those in the deck, so you'll have more than one opportunity usually to try to get that point. But you're trying to get these as they go by during the turn because everybody plays the card down, a card down of a certain color face down. After everybody's put their card down, everybody flips. Those cards are tallied on the score sheets, and you score whatever color you've played. So as many people as played as you played the same color, you score all the all the. All the uh, The birds in that color Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then you move to then you move all those cards towards the center because let's say that let's say that you played one green and nobody else played green but everybody else played orange right right on the next turn if you have an orange card you can play it and the the birds that are considered lingering are in the middle and you could collect all those orange cards from last round Mm -hmm. but you can kind of you can kind of influence the flow because three cards of every color only have one card of that color and so you can kind of force people to try to play that color, to have to play that color. So you can like, let's say that you were the only person to play a blue card, and or like a green card, and everybody else played orange. Mm-hmm. If that green card is one of those cards that's only one in the entire deck, you can guarantee that the next cards that come out by all the other players are going to be orange cards because they get one shot at scoring that. If they didn't play it green on that cards, because card. I only played right, the green, green, right, right. Right, <clears throat> but there's there's a kind of there's a little bit of ebb and flow to that because what if someone during that green when when you played the green card, what if one of those orange players was one of those single cards as well? So now you're sort of in this quandary stuck. of
1: do I play the orange? Do I play well? The orange people would have already collected,
0: right? So you'll probably have to play orange. See if somebody plays a single only green, and then play another green on top of it to collect that, just in case.
1: So there is quite a bit of strategy involved <clears throat> in right. trying to determine right. Which birds you're going to go watch.
0: But but it, it plays really quick. I'm surprised. Yeah. And, and, and you know, whenever I present the, the theme to people, they kind of roll their eyes. Well,
1: yeah, it's bird Like, really,
0: I'm going to bird watch in this game. And then <laughs> after you, if you play a couple games with people, that, that little snideness about, you know, what they think is cool and what isn't will go away because the game's it's it's solid. It's solid.
1: Yeah, it's good. I like yeah. it.
0: So, once again, that got out again at, at my work and it plays fast. And after really several easy. plays,
1: you still enjoy it
0: right and, it, and, it, and and the table space will fit on any fast food table so you can eat at a, at a dive joint or whatever and then play a game of cards real quick on the table
1: now if you play three people then you have to use a dummy deck though right uh you do and if you play two people you have to do two dummy decks yes so you haven't tried it two players yet have you no what am I getting reminded of? This about? is
0: ridiculous. This is why we don't let your... This
1: is your fault, sir. My
0: stuff's not on the table.
1: This is your... Well, I had to have my phone for the... Yep. Okay. It's <laughs> your reminder, though. I'm just telling you. I didn't have to remind I'm myself about jury duty.
0: I called. I don't have to go.
1: Okay. That's this good. This week. Okay.
0: Four weeks to go. <laughs> <laughs> Birds of a Feather, though, yes, you do have to play uh, a dummy player in a three-player game, but it's kind of interesting because that player doesn't... Play like a human at all because it's just a stack of cards and you just flip over the top card every time. So it plays Which really is simply. So sometimes, like on the first turn of the you know of the game, they'll put out a single card that's all. There's only one in the entire deck, and everybody has to respond immediately to in order to get that point.
1: So before we pl- we, we record next time, we should just you and I play that one time real quick
0: With and just two players. just just
1: to see if we can <laughs> even bother to recommend it as a two player, yes or no. <laughs> well, I'm on. I'm
0: just here saying I I highly recommend this game.
1: For at least three players.
0: For a super light game, I mean, and, and just download the app. It You don't want to waste time with these score sheets because you'll just burn right through them. They, they give you a pad of score sheets, but there's not enough to really... For how fast it is and how many times you'll play it, it doesn't... You don't need them. Just get the app. It makes it super simple. Okay. Um. So the... What did you play this week?
1: I, you didn't even want to know. What? Well, i didn't get to play much
0: okay i've been really busy at work oh i'm gonna take that i'm gonna say sure
1: i've been busy <laughs> angela was out yes we got a new boss
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i took angela to lunch for her birthday and while we were there we got to play ticket to ride on the ipad and Tell that's me this. the this only is, thing we this play. is the
0: only thing i'm interested in with that because we've mentioned this many times on this show but it's the only thing i'm interested in play that we did right that app is still broken, isn't it?
1: I don't know. I haven't tried it without the passive play right now. I don't know. So I'm sure that you and I can try again. I'm just
0: saying Days of Wonder.
1: Well maybe they fixed it. Come on. They had an update. I haven't tried it since the update. I tried to get you to play it with me and you said no. You wanted to play something else. I don't even remember what it was. Splendor. Did you play Oh yeah, because we played Splendor at the, at hockey, the Hockey game? Hockey game, yeah. Yep. That's a fun app too. I like
0: <laughs> it's really good. So speaking of apps. I got to, I, I just every once in a while, you know, you play board games and you kind of remember these classics and you think, I wonder if I'm any good at that. And I downloaded a a video game chess program. Mm -hmm. I know you hate chess, right?
1: Yeah. I'm going to let you talk and I'm not even going to talk because I I, I hate it.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you that, that I downloaded it. It has, uh, it's like 50 something different levels of difficulty. And I got through about eight and I just, I'm not good. I'm not good at it. And it seems like I'm going to have to try really hard to become good at it. And I just, I don't think it's fun enough to become good at. It.
1: <laughs> I'd rather crush candies any day.
0: <laughs> Would you? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just. it's Because it's, at least
1: when I, after I'm done crushing candy on this one level, right. I get a success. Mm-hmm. Oh, I passed. Yay. I get to move on to the next right. level. In chess, I. I hmm. There's no new level. There's some other game that's exactly like the one I just played. There's no progression. There's nothing that I feel like I'm learning from it. It's just boredom on a board. However, (laughs) I actually have a really cute little glass chess set because I think it's adorable. Right. I like fancy chess boards. And if I I see something on Facebook that has like, you know, Star Wars chess or, Mm -hmm. you know, Avengers chess, I will like that. Because they're neat looking, but I don't want to play it. I just well, want to set it up and have it as decoration.
0: Like I said, I, I've been playing this, and I've I've probably played about twenty five to thirty games of and it. How many have you won? Um, well, early on a lot of them, and lately not at all, not at all. <laughs> they just smoke me. They just I don't know what it is. I'm just terrible at it. They yeah. they're so good at forcing me to make bad moves, and I'm so terrible at forcing them to do anything they always seem to have an out and i never seem to quite understand how to maneuver my pieces while they're getting out of trouble to eventually checkmating them i'm just so terrible what's at
1: your it. favorite piece to start with
0: probably pawn center pawn uh i would say like the one right in front of the king straight ahead too hmm.
1: I, if i knew more about it i would say oh well there's your problem or I'd go, oh, well, that should be a good strategy. <laughs> no, I usually
0: do that, and then I'll bring, like, a pawn next to it, like the queen pawn, up one space just to sort of cover it. Because usually usually someone will respond by bringing their pawn directly up in front of mine or whatever over to the side of it, kind of threatening it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, go for it. Take them out because it's all about like defense you have to have these weird defenses up mm-hmm. where if somebody does take it somebody throws a bishop out there and takes it then you get to take their bishop for a pawn it's all about training the right piece for the right for the you know the other piece
1: Man, this podcast has taken a turn i'm so bored right now i know me too okay we got to move on <coughs> tell me a joke or well, something. here's a here's
0: the fact about this this is where i'll end do this. you have
1: a chess joke
0: no here's where i'll end this the chess game is okay. It does go through it. I don't even know what the title of it is, but there is a limited number of free plays, and they want $5 for me to register it and get the unlimited plays, and I'm totally deleting it. It's so, just wait, not like, fun enough. They'll
1: let you play five times, and then you have to wait 24 hours? or they no. Let you.
0: No, they let you play 30 times without having to register it, and then, the, then they just then tell you bucks. register it or you can't play.
1: Do they not realize there's a bazillion and a half <clears throat> chess games out there?
0: Unfortunately, they, that number's way off bazillion. Come on. <laughs> you don't bring Brazilian to a table. Bazillion. Come on. <laughs>
1: There's a lot.
0: There are a lot of them, but I, I don't know. I mean, this one's, it's pretty nice. What's it's, it called? I, that's what I just said. I don't know. Exactly.
1: Because it's just another chess game. <laughs> chess
0: version w- f- 1,000.
1: 12.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Video chess. If, I, it's it's all right.
1: If you like chess, I, that's There's plenty awesome. of options out there. Please don't try and teach me about it.
0: Right, maybe you're good at it. Maybe you're. Although a book. you
1: can, if anybody <laughs> does actually play chess, you can let us know if that pawn move is a good first move or not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's good. That's a solid <laughs> I'm not, one. I'm not looking that. That's up. a solid one. But I'm going to tell you that that's all that's got played, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. We're awful.
1: It's but here's the good busy. news.
0: Here's the good news. We that's well, not all that got played, is it?
1: That's all that got played for the what got played?
0: Right, because we completed another five for five, didn't we? Yes, we did. Let's go through it again and make sure we got it. Count us off, Bill. One, two, three, four. Bye. This is a five for five update. All right. So <clears throat> we uh, we we actually did complete a, another game, didn't we? You just said that. Which one do we complete?
1: You have to say it. Why? Because I don't like it.
0: I like you to say it. No, I don't know. Come on. I want to mock you.
1: Devastation of that place. Where? The place with the vegetable. The vegetable. Pompeii on endive, <laughs> isn't it's, it like celery?
0: No, it's indines. Eh. Devastation Sard- of indines.
1: Sardines.
0: Sardines. Devastation of sardines. <laughs> this is a uh, fighting game. That's a, that's the. I mean, we I think we've mentioned it before, but the uh, <clears throat> we played it five times now because uh, when we originally got it, there's a lot in this box. There's 30 fighters in this box, and. There's a ton of
1: arenas,
0: a ton of options beyond that arenas, uh, which which are like fighting settings. Uh, You've got different uh, bases, which changes out half your cards for a different half of cards. And the reason I say that is because this is this game where you uh, every turn you have your style cards, which are unique to your character, Mm -hmm. which is like five or six cards. And then you have bases, which are they're they're uh generic they're used by both players right. and you combine a style and a base and they they make
1: they make your actual move right they make you're like how do. much your
0: go- damage you're going to do what your range is and uh what's the other one? Oh, how fast how you do the stuff
1: oh yeah well like turn order basically <laughs> right whoever has priority
0: yeah it creates those three things it also plus it
1: has special
0: yeah plus all of them have paragraphs of stuff underneath them <laughs> that tell you what, you know, different what effects you get to effect. do at different times in it. And the, the round, I mean, you're playing these rounds of combat versus each other and you're trying to become the first player to do damage and you have to be at the right range doing the right damage. And I mean, there's just a truckload of strategic depth in yeah. each one of these games. There's a lot of luck still because you're you're trying to sort of, you know, guess what the other player is going to do. And then counter that. You're looking you, at them and you're saying, okay, well, I remember their cards do this and this, and I'm looking down there and they're discards, and I can see that they've done this and this already, so that only leaves them these options.
1: Right, but if you don't know the, the <coughs> other character very well, right. then you're not going to really know right. what they've used and what they haven't. So I think the more familiar you are with the characters, the more you can anticipate oh, there's, their moves.
0: There's definitely... There's definitely an advantage to being experienced with this game. Yeah. The more you've played every Which, other player, the more you could take one character and do really well with
1: them. Well, and with as many characters as there are, I don't know that I could ever be that great at this game.
0: Well, this... I have Devastation of Indians, and it has 30 characters in the box. Plus, like I said, the bosses and all kinds of variant modes, a dungeon crawl mode. All this stuff is in this box. Mm-hmm. It's a huge package of stuff. And... When you just kind of run the numbers through your head of how many matchups you can do, unique matchups between thirty different individual characters mm-hmm. with two sets of bases, you know, EX cards, which is like a you know, a high powered guy that you can use tag teams, you can do all these every mode we you had can those think striker of. Striker guys
1: too. Right. I had even an, more an expansion people.
0: called the strikers as well.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> which makes like a, a, a fancy guy jump in and help you for a second.
1: Well, and you didn't even talk about how the original <laughs> board's set up, right? So
0: it's linear. It's like a 2D fighting game. Yeah. So it's, it's linear. Like Street Fighter. Yeah, or Mortal and you've got Kombat a certain number of spaces on the table, and you get to set up in in these spaces and move forward and backwards and attack each other. Mm-hmm. And so there's there is like you know definitely a number of spaces that you're counting between each other every turn between your fighters, and <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it's it's really deep. Like, you don't expect it to be deep when someone does that, especially because we have Flash Duel, which is, a, a you know, an earlier, like a precursor of this, mm-hmm. which was also known, I think, as just like Duel by Reiner Knizia. Was it? Yeah. Oh. He did. The, he was the one who originally did that game. But really? he, it wasn't called Flash Duel, though. It was like Swashbuckle or something like that in the mm-hmm. 90s. We never got that one. No. But we have Flash Duel upstairs, and it's a much simplified version of this, but I don't think there's near as much depth. This one really, I, I don't know. I I we played 5 turns of this and I mean let's mm-hmm. just um who who won this?
1: I did. You won this. I did, but not by much. Right. I took the first 3 games. Right. And then you demolished me in the last two. Right. And we, which makes me feel kind of bad because we started out like the all the characters that they offer they have them sorted out into difficulty levels. Difficulty of how how difficult it is to play that character. Um, so we started out with uh, the level one characters, both of us. Oh, it was the training characters. Because there's a training module in the book. Right. And so we we kind of went through the training module, and then we played like a real battle with those two characters. Yeah. Um, and then we went to like the secondary level and then the third level, um, and I beat you on all of those. Mm-hmm. But when we got into that fourth and fifth level of difficulty, it, was, it wasn't even a game. I was just demolished. <laughs> I think I hit you like one time in two different games. Well, different now, to games. be
0: fair, on game four, I used a moderate difficulty character versus you. I used a master character on the last game versus you. And
1: I think I used master characters on both. Yeah. So, which was stupid. I shouldn't have done that.
0: So, I don't know if that difficulty thing, because they do split it up into four different difficulties, I think. And it doesn't seem, four or five of characters and it doesn't seem to to me personally to relate to how hard it is to actually play those characters.
1: No, it's not I don't think it's so much how hard it is to play the character. I think it's more how difficult it is to land a hit with that yeah. character. Because that's what that's the problem I kept having. Um like I had that one that had like the zombie tokens.
0: Oh yeah. And <laughs> that one was so funny. It
1: sounded awesome. Like you would <laughs> your special ability on certain cards would tell you how you could put out more of these zombie tokens and they're yeah. just laying out across all the spaces or part of the spaces or whatever. Well, if your opponent is standing on top of one of the zombie tokens yeah. at the end of the turn, they automatically take a damage. Yeah. What are you staring
0: at? You're it doesn't well, matter. Just turn it off. It won't turn if... itself off. I don't know what's because going on. because You've
1: got a reminder going anyhow, back to me.
0: Jeez. You didn't have to interrupt yourself.
1: You were confusing me. I <laughs> didn't think it was hard. So anyhow, I've got these zombie tokens, and I, I, I get them all along, like every single spot has a zombie token on it. That's right. awesome. Well, when I damage you, that first time, that token leaves the board. Yeah. And I have to be able to put more zombie tokens out. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the game, I was not able to put out a single token, nor was I able to get your character to move one space. I couldn't push you, you wouldn't move on your own, I couldn't get to the other side of you. It was just, you were stuck there in a spot where my zombie tokens did absolutely nothing and you just wailed on me. I love that. It was terrible. That
0: was one of my favorite games. Because
1: that was about the only way that I was able to attack was with those tokens.
0: Right. Your guy was very, now this is how varied they are. I mean, this is, these. this guy actually, you make these little character packs And this guy comes with zombie tokens, and within, like, two turns, I recall that you had covered almost every single space, and you hit me once with a zombie token Mm -hmm. where where you... In your style cards is when you activate these, right? That's what they're for. So you're combining styles and bases, like I said before. And your what are your effects was, you know, before activating, put a zombie token on each side or whatever of the player you're attacking or within your range or whatever. I don't know what it was. Hmm. But you're moving, you're moving these zombie tokens onto the board, just filling up all the spaces there are to attack. Mm-hmm. And my character was the kind of character that could sort of shoot you from a distance. Yeah. And kind of control stuff. Like, I had amazing range control on this. It was the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I don't know what he was. Yeah,
1: and you were dead center on the middle of the board. Right. So I couldn't do anything. I couldn't get away. I couldn't shove you. Yeah. I was just doomed.
0: I think so. That one, I I was able... And and on top of it, my my character was negating effects that happen at certain times during the turn. Mm-hmm. And the, that's something that to mention, is that this game gets really detailed, and you have to... It's its listed on the board. In fact, it's so detailed that you have to kind of go through step by step the entire turn. So you have to... First thing you do is you pick your attack pairs and you put them face down. Then you anti-tokens, because some tokens you have to do as an anti, which is like sort of betting things. Mm-hmm. And there's even an arena where we were betting money, like fake money. That we got to buy effects for later on. That's mm-hmm. how that's how detailed this crazy fighting game gets.
1: But that's not how all of them are.
0: Right. That's not that's only that one.
1: Like my zombie tokens, I didn't ever anti anything. I didn't right. have the option to do that, but you did.
0: Right. That same turn, that same game, I was anti-ing abilities that that, you know, would squash, you know, your abilities at certain times during the round.
1: Right, right.
0: And they call every round is like broken up into in is called a beat. hmm And they would they would uh then like you would reveal your cards then you have a start of beat effect Mm -hmm. and then you have before activation effects mm -hmm. that's when a fight round starts so you find out who has initiative at the start after the start of beat or at the start of beat you find out who has initiative they their start of beat effect goes off before the other person's start of beat effect then you whoever's got the initiative the initiative gets to go through their fight turn and they get to go before activation effects Then they get to hit you. Then they get to so if there's an on hit effect, it goes off then. Then there's an after activation effect that goes off, and then then the other other person person gets their fighting turn and gets their their before activation activation on hit and or on damage as well as another one Mm -hmm. and their after activation effects. And then you both get end of beat effects in initiative order.
1: Right. So there's a whole lot of steps going on in every single turn, and
0: you have to be very respectful to that. That flow, Mm -hmm. So it does kind of slow the game down a little bit, making sure you stay in those parameters.
1: But one of the things I will definitely say positive is that that turn order is actually on the game board for both people to see. It's not on some miscellaneous card. So now I've got one more card sitting in front of me. It's right there on the board. So they did a good job of that. This is a
0: game that I've had. For a few years... I mean, for a year or two before even Devastation came out. Because I had the the version 1 of War of Indians. Is that
1: not what we...
0: we no, tried? I have War of Indians Does version that 1. I could use it in Devastation if I wanted to. Oh. It's got, I think, 10 characters or 15 characters in it. It is a much smaller package. But mm-hmm. it still has arenas. It still has standees. It still has a little tiny board. Instead of a big one, but it's a lot more portable, so I I, I never even tried to get rid of it, because it's such a portable version of mm-hmm. this game that, that kind of grew up, uh, once level 99 games kind of grew up as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, here's what I would say about it. This is, uh, it's really a two-player game. They have some modes that give you more than one player, but I just, ultimately, when I look at this game, I think two player game yeah this is a head-to-head game Well, there's
1: a solo player variant too like you said with the dungeon crawl thing that's there is that's
0: more of like a puzzle game it kind of changes the dynamic of the game i didn't play it personally but i i watched a video of someone playing it and it kind of becomes this this how do i get my character through all these enemies with hit points left Mm because you kind of have ongoing hit points and levels of enemies and it's i mean it kind of makes it more like a video game which is kind of what this is supposed to simulate anyways um, I would say that if someone says fighter game, like a fighting game or something like that, you wouldn't think it's very deep. And this is much deeper than it seems. In fact, I laughed whenever I first played War of Indies, uh it, it said light intensity on the side of the box. Mm-hmm. And it said 15 minute games. And I, I laughed because I couldn't after like my 10th game, I still couldn't get a game that went under like 35, 40 minutes. Really? It's actually a 40, 45 minute game somewhere around in there. Hmm. to play out one of these fights mm-hmm. you know it's not 15 minutes even if you demolish someone it's not 15 minutes
1: there's too much reading involved <clears throat> for it to be that quick
0: right and there's too, too much too much d- respect decision. to timing you know yeah um there's so much variety in this box it's insane mm. there's so much the arenas the bosses dungeons bases different bases. I have the Strikers expansion, which, like I said, adds another style card into your deck so that uh, that you can replace your base and style and play this style card in and your guy there's gets a, to hit instead. This other guy does.
1: There's a final move that you can do too. Right.
0: There's finisher cards. Everybody, yeah. Everybody has a finisher get. card.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's so much.
0: And the finisher cards are double sided, so you can choose side A that's like easier to use or mm-hmm. side b which has a better effect but it's tougher to get it to go off right because it may have like a locked in distance or something like that or situation that has to happen just right for that to go well off. that
1: was another thing that happened to me on one of the games was i had the, one of those striker cards and I, I wasn't really thinking about how it played mm-hmm. um i thought it combined like when, when you have your your base and your style, yeah. The two numbers on them, like on your power or on your, or excuse me, not, not on the power, but on your, uh, on your distance, like how far your uh, hit will affect. Yeah, it'll like on one card it'll be zero, but the other card is one to two. Mm-hmm. So those numbers add together, and your actual <clears throat> distance is one to two. Right. Or if it was one and one to two, then your actual distance is two to three because they combine together. Right. Well, if you use the striker card, it replaces both of them. Right. so you only get the number that's on the card. Well, I wasn't thinking that. I thought it got to add to one of them, and my distance was five. Not not up to <laughs> five, not zero to five. not it, it had to be exactly five spaces away from me right for my attack to hit. right. That never happens. It never happens. <laughs> There's not enough control over your your movement to right. be able to get to be five spaces exactly away from an opponent. Yeah. It's way too difficult. That's well, like, here, it was the stupidest card I could have ever picked.
0: Here's something. Here's here, Now, one thing I want to mention is that it is frustrating when you're losing. And you can hear the frustration yeah. from you right now. Uh, I lost three, obviously, three games. And <laughs> on those games, here's the kind of deal that you're, you're into. You've got this situation where the game kind of balances between fast character or defensive character. Mm. And defensive characters can sort of take damage and still do what they're supposed to do and fast characters don't. Fast characters if someone moves quicker than you or hits you, you have an effect called stunned, which is if you get hit for a single point of damage by a faster character and you don't have something that's like that's called stun guard which is a a little stat on one of the cards down at the bottom it'll say stun guard 2 or something like Mm -hmm. that if you get hit for a single point of damage before you get a chance to act, your entire attack goes away.
1: Yeah, that's harsh,
0: and that's super frustrating. There's oh, yeah. nothing worse than someone saying, "I do four damage to you, oh, and you're stunned." So now we're at end so now of beat you don't get effects. To do anything, yeah, we're Good at job. end of beat effects. Now the turn's over. Mm-hmm. It destroys you. You're just you're just dying on the side of the table, watching this person run circles around you.
1: Well, I don't think <clears> that <throat> any of our games were very close either. Like, did, uh, there were
0: a couple. We... I, I finished one where you were at two, and I was at I was at zero at that point. I think our third game went like that.
1: Maybe.
0: I was still mad.
1: It's still pretty... I don't know. I thought it was... When you beat me, it was pretty drastic.
0: Well, what I had done to you that game, though, is I had hit you with a couple of Hail Marys that were huge, mm-hmm. and that's the only way I had made a comeback. I had done nine points of damage. You only have 20 hit points, and this does come with these nice little dials that track your hit points, and they track... There are only 15... Uh, Rounds in the game, and there's you get 20 points of damage, and at the end of the game, whoever has the most hit points remaining is the winner, right? You know, and this, uh, I got I just got to say that that when you are losing, it is the most frustrating thing in the world getting stunned and sitting there Mm -hmm. and stunned and sitting there because you've got your. All you have is your start a beat effect and end a beat effect if you get stunned. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: That's it. You yeah. you
0: lose before activation. You lose on hit, on damage, and act after activation effects. Which means that, you know, as you can tell, two-thirds of your effects that can go off in your card get completely trashed because mm-hmm. you got touched. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's frustrating. It's frustrating being the loser in this game. I'm just yes. going to say that right out it's front. It's kind
1: of frustrating being the winner sometimes. <laughs>
0: Not for me, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say that one more thing about this before I before I give kind of some sort of rating, because we're never gonna use this as a feature, so we might as well rate it.
1: we should rate it, yeah. Okay. I'll rate it. This
0: I'd say the game the game ranks of the character's uh difficulty to use isn't really that accurate.
1: I don't know. I thought it kinda was.
0: I'll, and I'll tell you this. I if you go to Board Game Geek, there is a there's like a, there's there's if you go through the devastation of Indians page you can you can eventually land on a separate site that gives you the stats of like thousand like a couple thousand uh matches that were reported about who won between what characters and all that stuff. There is a this big huge grid of stats about what character's good and what character isn't, and there are distinct characters that are like this guy's terrible. This guy wins 90% of them. Hmm. Truly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm, I'm just going to say that the game, even though it's supposedly balanced, may not be quite as balanced as what they said. But you you know what? There's a lot to explore in this game, and you might find one that you're amazing at. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, the designer Brad Tilton said that the, the game is, you know, if you know your character, every one of them should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know? Or, or at least competitive.
1: Except for that zombie guy.
0: <clears throat> no, I bet he's great.
1: <laughs> you can play him next time. I'll bet
0: he's. I'll play him. I'll <laughs> play you right now and beat you. All right, so let's just, I mean, I mean. honestly, this game is, I'm going to say, I'm just going to tell you that it's kind of hard to teach. We don't have to go through our teaching rating, really. But on the Travis scale, this is too hard. <laughs> That's. Funny. Travis told me after our fifth game of this, I don't like that game. It's too hard. Now, that's, he hadn't won a single game yet.
1: That's adorable.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just beat him with a character who has a panda that floats down the track with you outside of everything. And depending on where the proximity between your character and the panda is, is what effects you get to have on the cards. You
1: played with a panda? Uh,
0: I, I kept telling him, I, can you hit my panda? And then I checked the rules. You can't. Aw. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he actually says it's too hard. And Travis, yeah. Travis is a low-level level gamer. He likes to play simple games. And this is too tough for it. Okay. Okay. So just keep that in mind. This is this is for a this is a gamer's game. This is not for you to play with your parents. They're not going to have that much fun with it.
1: Yeah. This is somebody who wants to play it can probably right. learn it. Somebody who isn't right. that into it. If someone has like
0: ever me. asked for a game for Christmas, this might be a game that they could play with you, <laughs> like a real like a hobby game.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I, what would you give this out of five on 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 a fun scale? I don't I know. know.
1: For me, it's a three. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't hate it. If you ask me to play it, I'd play it with you. But yeah. am I am I ever going to seek it out? No.
0: I think I, personally, for me, it's a four. It's uh it's very deep two player game. It plays in less than an hour, and I I genuinely the theme comes through. I genuinely feel like I'm playing a really unique character, and that just thrills me when yeah, I play I, it.
1: Now I I can say though, if you ask me to play it. When I haven't played all the characters yet, I'm going to be more likely to say yes. Once I've played all the characters, I don't know how likely I'd be. Hmm. Because I still like the discovery of, what does this guy do? Ooh, that guy got... Look how many tokens this guy has. Or, why does this guy not have any tokens? What does he do? That's fun. Right. I like that part of it.
0: So Nicole says three, I say four. And that, by the way, Devastation of Indians is our last game of our last five for five.
1: Yay! Now, let's go over what we... a rough one. (laughs)
0: yeah i know super we've been playing this one since october October. like very end of october's when we started it oh
1: my gosh and we picked what we thought were gonna be really fast games so we could get through it faster and that just didn't happen
0: okay well let's go over this again devastation of indians one you took the title yay what else we got well I. who took the title in that i think you did i think barely it was three to two
1: yeah it was close
0: right good game we Good liked game. Motai and I a Loved lot. Loved it. Loved That's st- it. Still solid.
1: Yeah. What else? I don't know. You took my. You, you took have my notes. the notes right there. No, those are the. Those are our current ones. What? You didn't give me those notes. You didn't tell me that was my responsibility.
0: <laughs> it's your responsibility. You every time. You have to tell
1: me these things.
0: What else did we play?
1: I can't remember. I can't either. It's been a long time since we started. Right. We played uh
0: Shout, shout it out! <laughs>
1: okay, if you remember what we played, honk your horn right now. No, don't honk <laughs> your horn.
0: Don't, don't. Go team, go. The uh, <coughs> yeah,
1: I, I can't whatever. Even remember. All. I don't know. I don't it matter. doesn't matter. We talked about all of them. Right. Plenty long enough that we don't need to do it again tonight. Well, I was
0: just wondering who took the title of these. Where's our you list? Did. We have I a list. I don't know
1: where the list is. Oh, is
0: that there it is. It? That's. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I'm just going to give you guys a heads up. Nicole has a a a post-it notepad. <laughs> On the table, and all she did was turn it over, and there's the list of games that we're trying to remember. Okay, sorry. Well done. No, no, I win. So, wait, do you know the list now? I
1: do have the list. Oh, okay, thanks
0: for being prepared. Okay, so
1: originally we were supposed to play, play Warehouse Fifty One, but it was right. a three-player game, right. so we did not do it. Correct. We added instead Motayne.
0: <clears throat> Motayne was fun. Yes, you know that. we
1: played Devastation of Endings. Right. We played Roll Through the Ages. Meh, forgettable.
0: Oh my goodness, that's on my sell list. Really? I just don't care about it.
1: I still want to take it to work and play it with Angela. Real you guys quick can first, knock it out of the park. I don't. I, just, I don't know that it's going to be.
0: That was so whatever to me. It was okay. Okay. Uh, the Grizzled. The Grizzled's pretty fun. I really
1: like the Grizzled. Not
0: bad. It's it's brutal though. It's, it's a brutal co op, but it's a co op that you can fit in your pocket. You know, almost in your pocket. I
1: never did win. I won. You won playing with Travis.
0: Right. but I've, I've
1: never won. This
0: is another one of these games that I can, like Birds of a Feather, that I can test. The, the testament to the quality of the game is I've played the game probably ten times now. Mm-hmm. And I've won once. And that that's pretty much the formula for co-ops.
1: And we played Confusion.
0: Confusion. Confusion. I took the title in that, didn't I? Yes. Three to two again, though.
1: Yeah, it was See, flipped. these were all
0: competitive games. Either mm-hmm. that or you're becoming a better player.
1: Oh, I doubt that.
0: I'm going to say you're a better player. At ping pong. No, you're not.
1: I'm getting better. I beat your brother.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Keith. The uh, but yeah, confusion we we liked it pretty well. That's not going anywhere. I can tell you that. So not bad. Yeah. Not a bad selection.
1: All right. So what do we do? We picked five We picked more. five
0: more games. Our new 5 for 5 starts right now.
1: Who's excited? Me. Me too.
0: Pepper? Nah, no, she's not excited. I'm excited. All right, two of us are excited. <laughs> the uh so we picked what?
1: We picked Nefarious.
0: Right now, this is a game I that you picked up it. in Colorado this last year. No, Utah. I thought you did Utah. Utah. You know, I feel they feel like the same place it's when you're not like from the there. Same
1: place. <laughs> there's no, there's there weren't even a mountain. <laughs> They're rocky and they mountainy. There, no, Colorado was mountainy.
0: I'd like to apologize to all of our Utah listeners. They had you're some way hills. Different.
1: Those are not mountains. Those are some hills.
0: You have got a Salt Lake that, that's just filthy with brine shrimp that are
1: It was really decaying.
0: cool.
1: <laughs> It was really cool though. Um, okay, uh, Seven Wonders duels.
0: That's brand new.
1: I know we got that. I got that for Christmas.
0: I bet that's on listeners' lists. Could be. Why wouldn't be. it be? It's supposed to be good. Seven Wonders. It was better good. be.
1: Um, Tarji, Targi? Target, whatever. Right. Tarji.
0: Now Target is on a lot of people's lists.
1: Tarji, T A R G I. Yeah, Tarji.
0: It's. Um, like, I think it's been around for a while, but it's, that it's for, one of those. Uh, for my birthday isn't it Cosmos year? game?
1: I don't know. I think it
0: is. And it's it's one of these games that's uh, been around for a while and been re- reprinted plenty of times because it's a decent game.
1: We had a specific request for that one, too. Did we? On our guild.
0: Well, and who was it?
1: I cannot remember. You can't, you can't make I'm these shout-outs no, if you're did. not going to make them for real. You know, if you would like to know who talked about it on our guild, please join our guild on Board Game Geek. Thank you.
0: There you Thank go. Thank you. All right, what else <laughs> we pick?
1: Uh, Robinson Crusoe.
0: Right, which Voyage was... Voyage of the Beagle. Right, so we're going to play the expansion Five of Robinson times. Crusoe.
1: And we're going to play it right. Because as everybody knows who listened to our very first episode ever, yeah. that was not an easy one for us to learn for some reason.
0: Yes, I mean, that that had some drama in it, too. Yeah, it now,
1: did. Now, so
0: we got... What do we got? Uh, what else?
1: And our final one is Xenoshift.
0: Right. Now, Xenoshift, we, we have to.
1: We promised. Have to. Yeah. We played that as a feature. Right. What, two episodes ago?
0: Episode before last.
1: Okay. That would be two episodes ago. Okay. That's what I said.
0: That's fine. <laughs> I can say it differently, and, and it'll still be the same.
1: we never rated it, because we...
0: <laughs> we messed up, and we bought lots of militia.
1: Well, we, we played it. We discovered that we played it. it played it, it. We played it. it wrongs. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> we did not play it correctly. We screwed up a whole lot of rules. Right. And honestly, we didn't have that much fun with it, but we were afraid, well, maybe because we played it so, so badly wrong that uh, maybe that's why we lost right. so bad. What so kind of game we is... agreed we needed to give it another shot.
0: So what kind of game is Nefarious? I, I, is it a I worker placement game, or what is it?
1: I, I don't know. The box looked cool. Well, I know...
0: I know the ratings were good. I think Tar, Targi. I think it's Tarji. but it may be Targy. That game, I, I think, is a worker placement game. Uh, I know that Robinson is is a worker placement game.
1: <clears throat> Seven Wonders is
0: Seven not. Wonders is not. That's just like sort of a card game. Yeah. And Zeno okay. Shift is a deck builder game. Right. So we got a good good mix there. Sure. It's so Christmas. you know what? You know what we need to do? What? We need to finish one of them right now.
1: Oh, okay. Right now?
0: Which one would you like to finish right now? Why
1: don't we finish Zeno Shift Boom, right we now. finished it. High five.
0: Five games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we finished uh, five games of Xeno Shift, and we finished it this morning. We played two of them in a row to mm-hmm. knock this out. And <clears throat> what do you think about Xeno Shift, Nicole? We did a big we did a big explanation of how this this works. If you want to hear the rules and hear how this game's played, just Don't
1: listen to our last one because right. we did it
0: wrong. It's the episode before last, <laughs> and I mean, a, a quick summary is just that. It is a deck building game where both of you start with the same deck of cards and you add cards to it over the course of the game. And this is a tower defense game where you have aliens attacking your sectors of this base and you try to defend your sectors versus four enemies per turn nine times in a row before the end of the game. If the base is still alive, the base has 15 hit points times the number of players. And the base is still alive at the end of the ninth turn. You win the game. That's as quick a rule summary as I can give for this game. Go. You said
1: the base has 15 hit points, and I almost said it has 30. And then you finished, and I went, oh, yeah, math. Okay. That's right.
0: I will I will clarify your face off. <laughs> so <clears throat> what do you think about Xeno Shift? We, we, we've played it five times. Go. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Don't read my notes. Get out of my notes. I'm
1: not reading your notes. Those I'm just are thinking, my notes. We played it right, and I still don't care for
0: it. What? I know. Hold on a second. Let me tell you about Xeno Shift. I don't care for it either. <laughs> <laughs> this is made by Cool Mini or not, or at least it's it's produced by or distributed by Cool right. Mini or not. And right. they are sort of a you know uh, you know the the latest princess gaming company that everyone seems to just adore. They Everything have they cool do.
1: stuff. They really right. do. And there's I'm not going to say that this game is oh my gosh it's so terrible right. or anything like that. It has some really super awesome features it's got some stuff that i thought was fantastic like what like the with most deck builders right you'll get money of some sort whatever to be able to purchase additional cards right and then you put those cards straight into your discard pile okay great that's fantastic i'll see them someday maybe Mm -hmm. with this one when you purchase your cards they immediately go into your hand that you are playing this turn. Yeah. And just the money goes into the discard pile to be used later on.
0: Right. Not, not many people do that.
1: That's a fantastic mechanism. I love that.
0: Right. So you get your hand of cards at the start mm-hmm. of the turn. You draw your hand of cards new and add them to whatever cards you decided to keep, which is usually zero. And you drop six new cards. You get a free little spending card. And then you get to see what you got. And then it kind of persuades you to buy certain things to
1: based on me whatever
0: you've got in your yes. hand
1: do i need more items and if so what kind of items right. do i need do i have anybody to use the items no guess i better buy some soldiers right that's awesome i right. love that okay but i can only be beat up so so many times before i just don't want right. to play anymore
0: right so let me just kind of go through my points. Okay? okay, let's
1: go through your points because otherwise I'll just step on your note toes.
0: First things first. First things first. This game seemed like the gear was really balanced, but guess what? All the gear feels real samey. What? Like it, it what does feels that mean? it feels like oh look, I've got an 10 different or five different types of armor, and they all are the same hit points, except mm-hmm. for one of them. And they have a slightly different effect that doesn't really matter to me. Ultimately, I just care about getting a couple extra hit points on a guy. Yeah. And, and I it's think like
1: some of the uh, armor though, if you pair it with the right, because uh, like when you when you start the game, aren't there like five different people that you can play
0: at the start of or, the game?
1: Yeah, not people, but whatever representatives that are you. Is there five different ones? There's six. There's six. Okay. There's six
0: different divisions in the base that, that could be attacked.
1: Right. And there's like the medical unit, the whatever. I don't even know what they all are.
0: The armory. They, they all the get like barracks, a different, the a different the science tower, lab. The Yeah. Headquarters.
1: So if you're the science lab, then you get a discount on science items. And if you're the medical bay, then you get discount on medical items. And some of the different armors and things I think were better if they were paired with different divisions. Mm -hmm. So I get that part of it. But if I was playing the wrong division Mm -hmm. for what's available to me to purchase, then it didn't help me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just stuck with, you know, a vest that just kind of gives me... Two damage buffer, but that's not good enough.
0: Right. Now, the reason... This is the thing. The the game only really varies in one way from game to game. Or I guess in two. You get to play a different uh, division, which gives you three different powers. Now, each of those powers is only activated based on how many phases or how many turns of the game you've defeated, of enemies you've defeated. And there's nine. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in the first three, you only get one power-up. If you're in phase four, five, or six, you get one and two, the two first 2 two power-ups. I thought
1: you got just one of them. No, you get both. You get both? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, and I played like that wrong again. Of
0: course. In phase three, you get one, two, and three, like three different powers that you can do.
1: Okay.
0: <clears throat> okay, so that's that's one of the variances is what division or what or what section of the base you're defending
1: yeah just so you know that, it wouldn't have helped if i'd have been able to use all of them all the time and that section
0: of the base does it, it only subtly changes to the tune of like a 16 percent difference in your starting deck because mm-hmm. you get two extra cards in a 12 card deck mm-hmm. okay so you get like you know maybe a 25 di- percent difference or whatever 20 25 it's not even that much not even 20
1: yeah, it's like 50,
0: it's like 16 like i said <laughs> I was right the first time. <laughs> i ridiculous. Okay. The, uh, so, you basically, you, you get those two cards. You do, do the divisions first, and it, t- it tells you you have this gear and that gear right off the bat. And then, other than that, you, you shuffle a, a bunch of, like, dummy cards that don't have stats on them that are just, like, to try to give you a randomized variety of gear. And you throw all this gear out. Well, all the gear, like I said, kind of feels like kind of the same. You're either getting hit points out of it or you're getting attack stats out of it. Mm-hmm. One or the other, you know, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's There's a couple of like the way they deliver it and the way they give it, you know, the way they deal it out are a little bit different between the two. But for the most part, you're only really talking about I'm either getting hit points or I'm taking hit points from the enemy. That's just how it works. Right. There's, the only other thing you could say is randomized at all is when you can use that card, because some of them say you can use it whenever an enemy pops up as an instant effect, and the rest of them have to be on the table at the start. So there's not too much variety, I don't think, in the gear. I don't and think And that's so the main thing, because your enemies are all the same, with the exception of, of a single boss card,
1: uh-huh. and
0: each of the three... Three turn phases.
1: And you may or may not even end up fighting the boss. And
0: all of your troops are exactly the same every game. Yeah. And the and the game's story, no matter what you do, is this. Aliens attack your base. Yeah. That's the only narrative to this entire game. Yeah. And that makes it suffer dramatically to me. Yeah. Personally, I, I just kind of feel like it's a almost a flat experience. Kind of. It it does. I mean, I mean, you know, if you could probably argue that pandemic has a very similar narrative. Uh, diseases have broke out all over the nation, and that's how it goes. But I will tell you this: pandemic has more interactivity between players, even though it has the alpha player problem. It still has more interactivity between players than this game does.
1: Yeah, I, ne- I zoned out whenever it was your turn, and same for you. You zoned out when it was my turn. It right. was a question.
0: Because in a two-player game, you're going to play your turn, and I can either keep you alive by playing all the cards I have that would support my troops in which my you're hand not to you. Do.
1: You never did, and I which, never did. Which
0: I would only do if the base was going to take like twelve hit points of damage.
1: Exactly. And because you needed that, that stuff for right. yourself.
0: Right, and I would barely survive my turn mm-hmm. because the difficulty on this game is it's ramped up to the point that it reminded me of Ghost Stories.
1: Pretty much. And I hate
0: Ghost Stories. I know. We sold It's a one. one. I hate it so much I sold it.
1: Yeah. I don't think this is a one, though. We haven't gotten there yet, though. Anyway. I haven't got there Can, yet. Keep, keep going.
0: So here's what I'm saying. There's not enough variety in enemies. You I'll see agree. the same enemies over and over and over again, and it's not good. You are completely feel victimized when you start the game and you deal out those equipment cards. You can look at them and go, "Welp, we're not going to win this game. Yeah. But I either play through like a trooper and go ahead and be a good sport about how the game plays, or I deal them out again, or I just don't do random deals and put they whatever, put whatever what I want. want. And then I'm then then you kind of get into this situation where if you stack the deck the right way, I feel like you do have a chance, which leads me to I've read some reviews I just because I was just like before I really bash this you know crap on this game (laughs) I gotta kind of look at what anyone who said negative things has said and there's very few reviews of this online now this this game is it's popular enough I mean obviously cool oh it's definitely popular. their entire business model is based on Kickstarter.
1: Well, and their Kickstarter campaign actually ended today for their new one.
0: Right. And, and it, they
1: got 10 times what they were asking for. Right.
0: As so a they, goal. they 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 raised at least, uh, you know, a third of a million dollars. Yeah. So here's the deal. I know that that's what it is, but I'm 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 sitting here looking at the Kickstarter, and I know I'm playing the game, and I'm not having fun with it. And that's fine. I know people like this game. There's lots of people out who say that this is sort of a breath of fresh air to a deck builder game. I'm not one of them. Okay?
1: See, I'm wondering, though, <clears throat> and I, I, we didn't back the Kickstarter. I'm sorry. Right. Just We just didn't enjoy this one enough to do it. But I do wonder if the Kickstarter fixes some of the problems of this game, and brings out highlights those those positive points well i know for sure it fixes one of the problems i have one of the complaints i have is just the the board itself here's
0: here's what i know about the kickstarter okay uh the kickstarter adds outdoor elements of weather
1: that doesn't sound like it's gonna do anything for me
0: which seems to be a coin toss whether it's going to be in your favor or the enemy's favor it adds a new deck, new decks of enemies, uh, but overall it just kind well, of would, seemed the same. That would add that.
1: variety. So there weren't like new soldiers <clears> and.
0: It doesn't enhance the deck you already have. It's just a new deck to get bored of in way too fast in less than five games. Just like we did.
1: <laughs> like I said though, I mean, it, I like that mechanic that it's, it's got such potential. That's what frustrates me so much about it, I think. Right. Because I love that style of I buy them now, I use them now. That's great. Anyhow, that board thing I was talking about. Can I finish with that point, too? Go ahead. Go ahead. So, and I think I mentioned this, I might have mentioned this before, but the board, it has, like, two separate little cardboard pieces. One of them's got four red spots on it, and that's where your enemies go. One has four blue spots on it, and that's where your troops go. And then you have to, every time, like, they meet in the middle – Right. To fight. And
0: there's two little separate little... And I wouldn't even call them boards. They're they're just like...
1: It's like a thin little... Little tiny thin piece of cardboard, basically. It's thick paper. (laughs) Yeah, basically. It's thick paper. It's
0: construction paper. Yeah. construction paper.
1: And every time you... You know, the two in the middle get defeated... Then they come off the board, and then you have to scooch your your people in toward the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, every time I do that, my boards overlap, and then they're bumping into each other. Right, and they overlap the other way, and I just threw my pen on the floor. But that's right. not the point. The point is, I don't like that. I wish that they were like I almost want to take some some scotch tape to them and tape them together. And I know the Kickstarter actually did fix that and made a much nicer board. So that, that was they an additional are connected.
0: purchase that wasn't it available was, in the game. It wasn't that they were the
1: selling. base. Well, it was, yeah, but it was like one of their stretch goals on there that you got it.
0: It was an additional purchase for $20 you could add boards It was a stretch boards. goal, no. Above. It was a stretch goal to open it up as a purchasable item.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Oh, boo. Boo this. Right. Hiss and boo. No. Right. But then it even had like two extra little spots for your discards and your draw pile.
0: Okay. That's great. That's really $20 great. $20 have- and they'll give it boo! to you.
1: Boo. <laughs> That's disappointing, right? See, no, I'm not getting that.
0: There's no, there's no true cardboard in this set. Everything's this sort of like thin laminate kind of sheet, like little plastic sheet.
1: Yeah,
0: that's disappointing. That's, okay, well, never mind.
1: Um, I, that doesn't so, even help me. So,
0: so here's what I'll tell you about it. It's the game feels pretty tense, but here's why every turn you're laying out four enemies no matter what they get four troops you don't but they do every turn you get however many troops you're lucky enough to pull out of your your shuffled deck every turn and, and to combined purchase. with purchasing and equip these these troops <clears throat> now then you start this kind of phase of whatever's nearest to each other they move towards the center between the two of them. Enemies and your your troops. Right. Your troops are all face up. Enemies are all face down. Then you start flipping them over. If the wrong thing comes up, like completely crapshoot comes up, completely just a roll of the die.
1: It will destroy
0: you. You will lose the entire round definitively.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it has nothing to do with whether you made good decisions or not. It has nothing to do with whether the right equipment was up on the board. It has nothing to do with whether you had a, even an, a chance to react. You will just lose the game, which puts this game in the same category as Ghost Stories.
1: You hate that game.
0: I'm just telling you. You hate this game. It feels tense because you're like, please don't completely you know, mess up my whole... Strategy
1: uh-huh. Every
0: time you flip a card, and it can potentially do that almost every turn. Now, I'm not, this is the thing, I don't even want to be bitter about this, because we played like six games of Ghost Stories and never won a single game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We won a game of this. I know. The
1: and the game, game we, we won,
0: we felt like we were just like demolishing the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which says that maybe there is something to the selection of, of cards that are on the board, right. like of equipment cards, which leads me to thinking that one of the, one of the, one of the reviews I saw that was positive, one of the negative reviews I saw was exactly that, which is I didn't, this is one of the worst, this guy said it's one of the worst games I ever played. I don't think I was making a single decision that mattered when, once they flipped a card and all my decisions meant nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was just completely blind luck, which I totally agree with. Mm-hmm. The guy who gave it like a four out of five said that he had started sort of manipulating what cards could come up, discarding cards that would do too much damage at certain points and had, had, had sort of like redone the game
1: so he would just instead of using it would just go ahead and discard no, it. No, as
0: in he had gone through the enemy deck and got rid of guys that made him mad and made the <laughs> game easier. So at that point he just sort of created his own game which yeah. which court, you know, of course it brings you back to that point of am i supposed it's, to make, if i can make the game fun, should i make the game fun I or won't. should i count on the the guy who designed it and the guy who produced it to make a fun product?
1: As a consumer, you are counting on that person to do that. Right. But once you've made that purchase, if you're not having fun with it, I say if there's something you can do to fix it, go yeah. for it.
0: Now, I've between you and I, I've played probably ten times with between your play with me and the app play that I've done because it does have an app that is, is... I mean, at this point, if you like this game, there's no reason not to get the app. The app's solid. You get to play this game on your iPad or iPhone... I don't know if it does iPhone or not, but I know it's on the iPad. And I know it feels pretty close to playing the game on the table and you don't have to go through all the shuffling and organizing and all that, you know, stuff that you have to do. But I'm just telling you that, that there's there's not much, not much to this game.
1: All right. Well, let's quit pooing on it and what's your rating of it? Oh,
0: my God. I, I mean, this is... Let's just go through teaching first.
1: Oh, it's incredibly hard to teach, I think.
0: Um, I would say a four.
1: I would say at least a four. Right. Because...
0: If I try to teach this to Travis, he would say this game's too hard.
1: He's going to say it's too
0: hard. And he would ask me for help on every single turn and say, you basically just played my game for me. Right. Okay? Yeah. That's where this game is.
1: Well, because there's too much variation. The, the, The... all of the, the paragraphs on all of the enemies yeah. is so much to absorb every time, it seems. You know, on this one, as soon as you defeat this guy, put him at the end of the line and he goes back up to two hit points. Right. But this one is, as soon as you defeat this guy, he goes back up to two hit points. So it's like, wait a minute. That's different than the other guy, but he's just going to stay there. Okay, wait. Okay, I guess he'll stay there. So i got to fight him again?
0: Right. And And he already
1: killed my guy? He didn't kill my guy. Oh, no, he killed my guy. Right. And now i got to move my other guy in. Right. And now he's dead, too. And And then this guy finally leaves.
0: the sameness you're talking about led to countless mistakes that we made.
1: Yes. Because there will be, like, this teeny, tiny little variation. Right. Like, most of them will say this, but then this one will say this with this other thing added. Right. And it's just... It's not fun to, to say, oh, hey, I beat that guy, mm. and now he's going to come after me again. Right. He's got a zombie effect. Ooh.
0: So what what would you rate it?
1: You go first. I already Fine. know. Um, I don't want to sway you, because I've got my number in my head, and you look wishy-washy. I can see that little wish-wash uh,
0: face. Yeah.
1: You get like a nose twitch
0: going. Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> you if someone can't spit it out. Well, here's the deal. Ghost Stories for me is a one, because if someone asked me to play it, I would say there's no point. I'm not going to have fun. It's a one. Right. If someone asked me to play Machi Koro, I'd say the same thing. I love Machi Koro. Okay.
1: I knew you were going to poo on my Machi Koro. Well, I'm just
0: telling you. Anyhow. It would be a one for me as well. So
1: this one is a...
0: I would still grudgingly play this game, but I want to get rid of our copy.
1: Okay.
0: I give it... It's a two.
1: Okay.
0: It's still... It's still a game. There's still somewhat of a game in there. It's just not that much fun for me.
1: I would give it a two as well. And I would love to give it a three just because of that buying mechanic. Yeah. But I hated those stupid enemies so much. I don't want to play them again.
0: So are you going to be mad when I sell this game? Because I'm going to sell this game.
1: I don't know. I mean, no. Do
0: you want to take valuable shelf space with Honestly, this clunker? if
1: you asked me to play a deck builder right now, would I pull this one out? I'd probably pull out that uh Gothic one first. Which one?
0: Here's a good. What was one. it
1: called? Gothic Gothic Dark or whatever?
0: Dark Gothic. Dark
1: Gothic, yeah. I would Here. pull that out before I'd play this. <laughs> right. And, that's and, like and
0: twice as good as this. And you
1: totally hated that game, but I I didn't hate it. Hate it. So, I mean
0: I don't like Dark Gothic and I like I it want, twice as much as this one.
1: I want them to fix it somehow so that... I, I don't know if there, if it is an expansion with new...
0: There's, no, this I, I don't thing. need
1: new enemies. I need new fighters because those fighters suck.
0: <laughs> Here's what I'm telling you. If I went and said, we're going to play a deck builder game tonight, would you like to play Marvel Legendary, Aliens Legendary, Aliens. or Aliens. Thunderstone? You're not, or, oh, or Thunderstone. this, Thunderstone or this, or aliens, or this, no. what, what's the chance of this ever coming up?
1: I never. I Zero. Know. So I that know. means it needs it's to leave two. our collection. Okay. It's a two.
0: Okay. And and I'm just going to point out that this is, this is what's crazy. There's another game that they came out with that that felt very similar to this, although they gave you a whole pile of miniatures to go with this. What? Called Besieged. Okay. And that's coming out soon. And when I watched the videos on that, that's how I felt about this was I've already got the card game of this. It's called Xeno Shift. Besieged is just the same thing. There's almost no narrative to it. You're in a tower. There's all sorts of bad guys and they're coming in.
1: Narrative doesn't bother me (laughs) quite as much as it bothers you. If, it, okay. if the game mechanic is still fun. Well,
0: I'm just telling you, this has a little bit of like miniature kind of. I'm going to move around this tower, and if I'm facing a certain side, I get to attack. But that is all there is to that game. And I'm telling you, if I play, I'm, I'm probably never going to play it because I doubt I'll ever have my hands on a copy of it because <laughs> I will not buy that game. Okay. But I'm saying it looks exactly the same as this and looks like something that's just not going to give you a new enough experience every time you play it.
1: Let's not play that one. Let's not talk about it either.
0: <laughs> We're not going to. <laughs> Aww, so Xeno Shift, I, I mean, bad. really gets a thumbs down for me know, and from hate, Nicole as well. I
1: hate doing that, but. Just, <clears> sorry.
0: <throat> sorry that was a featured game. We just thought it might, you know, because of the Kickstarter, it might be interesting. And I, I feel bad that I bought it in the first place. I'm sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel okay. sorry
1: because I like, I like some other cool mini or not stuff, so.
0: Right, right. I mean they got they make some nice ones. Yep. This isn't one this of isn't them. It. I got a couple of kickstars. I kickstarted Arcadia again, I Quest mean, Inferno and I kickstarted uh the Seven Sins or whatever it was.
1: Yeah. But one of the things I gotta say is I, I don't the wanna others. I don't wanna hold back either. I don't wanna say, Oh yeah, I like this game just because, you know, I, I better like everything. Huh, I don't wanna make anybody mad. No. Just you know, just like the flying frog stuff. We love like ninety nine percent of what they do Right. that one game. This guy, you know, same thing. We like a lot of what they do, but not this one. So that's it.
0: So there you go. There is our new 5 for 5 first review. And remember, we've got more games coming up from 5 for 5 in the future. And, uh, I mean, you know, I got to tell you, it feels like a little bit of accomplishment whenever we finish a 5 for 5.
1: Especially this one. It's been a while.
0: Right. It's been a while. I wonder how many of our listeners actually, like, play five games five times and how many times in one year. I don't know. It's rough. You have well, to be very conscious of it to pull it off, because before the 5 for 5, we used to play all sorts of games multiple times, but we were always playing our favorites over and over, over again. Over and over yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: I know. There's a few that we haven't gotten to the table because of that, though.
0: So. Right, right. So, uh, this week, you and I <laughs> played a another two a two-player game. Right. And it's sort of a head-to-head two-player game. And let's find out what about that, okay? Okay. All these games have been this. Some of on extreme. We played a game like this. What about that? Alright, so.
1: Oh, I thought that song was longer. I've got an olive in my mouth. Heck
0: no. Uh, so we got a couple of different World War II games in our collection. Mm-hmm. I know you say a couple. If we were, like, big War Games fans, we should have, like, 30 of them, right?
1: But we're not. We are not. You are, are more than that. I am.
0: We are not that. I'm not even that. I'm telling you, I'm not. What do we have? Uh, we've got Memoir 44. Oh, I love that one. We have uh, Axis and Allies.
1: I never played that one.
0: Right. Now, I ha- we have that, but I haven't played that. I've only played it you one played time. I know oh, I played it one time for about maybe two hours before enough people dropped out of the game that I was like, I quit
1: that game was expensive you need to play
0: it you and i need to play it and okay. then i can get mad at you about it because it's got those risk kind of feel to it oh <laughs> so uh we've also seen a few world war two movies you know uh, my favorite would probably be Patton.
1: world war two movie right
0: you would probably say your favorite world war two movies probably saving private ryan do you think no what is it
1: schindler's list <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so cheery. Well, no, it's not at all,
1: but it's really good.
0: Um, so, we've also played some World War II video games like Medal of Honor or didn't Castle like of Wolfenstein. That was,
1: I didn't play that. That's
0: the game that launched id Software, the guys who made Doom and Quake.
1: Mm, I right? Played some
0: of that. Right. Now, see, my favorite video game was probably Panzer General. Of World War Two, oh, I
1: loved Panzer General. Remember
0: how good that game was? It was really good. Do you remember? Did you ever get to the point Back where you the ended the game? Did you ever end the game where you were like invading the United States and taking over the capital? No, you could do that. <laughs> yes.
1: Do we still have it?
0: I don't know. I don't think so.
1: Really? We got rid of that. I think Why we did got, we do it was, that? It was
0: Panzer General on PlayStation One.
1: I know. We still have our PlayStation.
0: <laughs> you could you if you if you get to the end. If you're doing well enough as the Germans, you invade the United States and you take over the U.S. Capitol.
1: That's crazy. Is that
0: amazing or what? Oh,
1: my goodness. I want to play. I love that game. It was so much fun.
0: It was cool. Alternate history is cool. So, anyways, uh, neither one of us really had, like, we had, neither one of us had relatives that fought in World War II or anything like that, right?
1: Well, my grandpa did, but he never talked about it, like, ever. Really? Well, I don't even know if he fought. Did he fight for the United States? he He was a mechanic.
0: But he's from, like, but he's, 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 like, uh, what is he, from Norway?
1: Norwegian? No, no, yeah, but my, my great-grandparents were from Norway. He was born in Nebraska.
0: Oh, was he? In Obert. So the great-grandparents moved here and then had him, and then he fought for the United States. Right, yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, no, he and my grandma were both born in, like, in Nebraska.
0: Right. So.
1: Hmm. And then they moved to California in the 50s and bought a really cute little house. And then I managed to get back to the Midwest somehow. (laughs) Lucky you. Well, you know, (laughs) California's got much nicer weather, especially right now when it's cold here.
0: So maybe we should talk about what Board Game Geek has on board games that are World War II themed.
1: Okay. Okay. I don't have much to say on the topic. That's for I, sure. I
0: don't either. That's what I'm saying. This was a really hard topic for us to do. A what about that? About.
1: We could skip it and just talk about the game.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> we got. I got a couple things. I've done too much research <laughs> oh, here. Okay? okay. Yep. I'm just going to tell you that there are thousands of games and expansions. I'm sure. Thousands, I'm sure. Like this is a really popular theme.
1: Yes, a lot of people like war stuff. Now
0: in Kansas City, we have what's called the Liberty Memorial, and we've been there. That's
1: World War One, right?
0: And it's World War One, but World War One doesn't <laughs> seem to get the the focus that World War Two does.
1: Do you know why? Why? Because ask a you know seventh grader what started World War Two, or why why did we fight World War Two? and they're going to say oh okay nazis and killing jews and they're going to know well the united
0: states was the the bombing of, of pearl harbor
1: right but i'm just saying why was there a war going right. on etc they're at least going to have like some sort of right. idea about it they're going to say why did why was there a world war 1
0: the murder of archduke ferdinand
1: what does that have to do with with <laughs> that's not <laughs> what what why wasn't there a world war 3 when kennedy got shot then i'm just saying
0: because that was the cia
1: Whatever, I'm just. I, it just. <laughs> it's, it doesn't have the impact.
0: Of, <laughs> That's conspiracy theory. Don't uh, listen to anything I said about Kennedy just now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just
1: saying. Maybe maybe it's because World War One was so long ago. It's not as interesting, I guess, as World War Two. So you're gonna have a whole lot more World War Two games.
0: I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell all the listeners. Here we go. Liberty Memorial's World War One Museum is fantastic. (laughs) It
1: really is pretty good. It's
0: so good, and I think I may have mentioned this before, but it's so good that I ran into Ben Stein, of of Ferris Bueller's fame, of Win
1: Ben Ben stein's money.
0: Yeah, of all that, I ran into him and was able to say hi to him because I'd worked with him before. Mm-hmm. And I was able to say hi to him, and he was talking about how great our World War One museum was. Mm-hmm. So if you don't take my word for it, take Ben Stein's word for it when he said <laughs> this museum is really great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clear Eyes is awesome. Clear Eyes is awesome. <laughs> okay, so I'm just was telling you nice. that Ben Stein's a cool guy, and he yes. he, kn- he even knows that the World War One museum in in Kansas City. Like I, I think it's where like, is it at. It's in Kansas City. Oh, okay. Now, here's the funny thing is, Which I think that's, there's not very many World War One museums in the United States, but some people have tried to take our title away of best World War One museum, and shame on them.
1: What does this have to do with this game? I'm
0: telling you <laughs> that people like World War Two more than World War One, and <laughs> World War One was pretty awesome. Okay. You've been there. Was it awesome? It was. Right. Very cool. So here's what I'm going to tell you: there's thousands of games and expansions. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is a stretch here. Okay.
0: So now we've played, I'm going to tell you, we've played two of the top ten.
1: We have?
0: World War II games. Okay. What were they? We've played Manhattan Project.
1: Oh, that's a good game. Which is a
0: game about making atomic bombs. Right. And it's a worker placement game. It's fun. We like that game. It's
1: really good. Yes.
0: Uh, So if we ever play it as a feature, you'll know we're going to give it a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we've also played Memoir 44
1: also very good
0: and we like that game too yes we'll never play that as a feature no but we give it a thumbs up yes (laughs) Uh, so here's the thing Combat Commander Europe is the number one World War 2 game Coming in at about two to three hours to play that game. Okay,
1: so is that one of those Twilight Imperium things where no, nobody that, you know has played it, but everybody but it's a That doesn't at even one?
0: scratch the surface of Twilight Imperium. I think Twilight Imperium's one of those like, hey, we've been playing for five or six hours.
1: No, I'm saying that you don't know anybody who has ever played it. I
0: don't know anybody who's played that game.
1: And yet, it's number one.
0: But but Chris owns Twilight Imperium 3.
1: I'm not saying that he doesn't.
0: I'm just telling okay, you Okay, we does. do know
1: one person. I don't know. I was saying that you
0: he didn't. <laughs> he, he owns it because Sabrina bought it for him for Christmas and said, hey, this game's supposed to be one of the best games ever. I don't know if he's played it. I never asked him.
1: I was just going to ask if he's ever played it. I don't
0: know. But it clocks in at around three, two to three hours, which is like one of those time frames that you and I kind of go, eh,
1: Yeah.
0: Eh, if it's over two hours, I'm kind of like not interested.
1: Well, the title is not very intriguing for me.
0: What combat commander Europe doesn't sound amazing. No. What about combat commander Kansas city? I 70 highway. no that's just down the street from us that should be interesting (laughs) right that'd be interesting to me all right so uh it was released in 2006 it has a massive amount of support in bonus scenarios uh it's war game ranked sixth and guess what it's on the top 100 board games of all time on board game geek at number 60 weird does it feel like you need to play that game
1: no. Me neither. Okay. Me neither. I'm well, sorry. You. I just I'm just oh, I'm, I'm
0: not gonna play a three hour war game no. against Nicole and just to just
1: Just to make me cry.
0: <laughs> I, I can don't make her cry. Way easier than that.
1: I just want some dinner. <laughs>
0: I know. I'll be like, you can't have dinner and she'll cry already. <laughs> Alright, so uh the fourth thing I got is Memoir forty four is the second best war game. Huh. Uh, comes in at War Game number 60, Board Game number 100. What do you think about that?
1: Huh. If it's that much better than Memoir, I still don't want to. I don't want to play it.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say that Memoir is fun.
1: I like Memoir a lot.
0: Super light, but still feels like, a, like a, you're playing a War Game.
1: I'm reading your notes and I'm just astounded by your next thing. What's wrong? This week's game is 17th best, according to Board Game Geek, just below D-Day Dice.
0: D-Day Dice is on our sell list.
1: Yes. What
0: a horrible game. I don't like that game. That game stinks on cheese. Yes. That's an old <laughs> Gary Hodges saying. <laughs> cheese is typically stinky, so uh-huh. if something stinks on top of it, if mean, you put it on it and you can smell that thing over the cheese... It's, it's probably really, really stinky. stinky. okay. <laughs> this stinks on cheese, I'm just telling you. D This this uh, D-Day dice is terrible. Yeah. But this week's uh, Heroes of Normandy is supposedly a worse game than this. Do you think we're going to think so?
1: Well, let's play the game and find out. Right.
0: Now, Advanced Squad Leader, one last thing, seems to be the most... <laughs> Have the most support and to be the longest of these war games, uh, with a play time of this is what's hilarious. It was three hours to 200 hours per game. What? Right?
1: I don't get that.
0: Here's what I'm going to tell you that there, there's guys' pictures on board game geek that just have Plano boxes covering our like game table uh-huh. with little chits. That say Platoon 4 and have a couple stats on them. And they have like little, each little sections filled with those little chits. And they'll have an entire table of Plano boxes filled with these little tiny chits. <laughs> right? Why? Because it's, it's, they're, they're so, I, I this is what's funny is, is you just gotta, you've gotta be so organization centric to do know. this in the first place.
1: Well, I don't. That doesn't sound fun. Now, well, putting, putting it
0: away, maybe. I'm just telling you that suppos- supposedly, that's the king of this is, you know, detailed combat is supposed to be ad- advanced squad leader, which advanced means that it's the second edition of the game because the original edition was squad leader, and squad leader was supposedly the harder <coughs> version of advanced. Squad leader.
1: So it would take four to two hundred and fifty hours.
0: You would die before you finished a game. (laughs) I couldn't do it. (laughs) So I and and I'm just going to tell you that never, for even one moment, never have I ever said advanced squad leader. Maybe I've never been on Amazon like I'm going to get this T-shirt. And maybe Advanced Squad Leader? No, not even close ever. I've never said, I'm at $94 in my cart on Cool Stuff, Inc. And all I need is six more dollars to get that free shipping. (laughs) Maybe Advanced Squad Leader? No. No, no, that's never touched my focus. Because I, I have no desire to play something that long. No. And I know that that is some people's thing. You know, maybe somebody who listens to this podcast. I don't know. It may be their thing, but it's absolutely not. So not my thing. It's unbelievable.
1: So why are we playing this game?
0: Because this game doesn't take even two hours. Okay. (laughs) So at that point, we'll just get done with what about that. Now, I wouldn't call us World War II buffs or war game fans.
1: I like the movie War Games. Me too. Matthew Broderick. That's
0: a good one. Whopper. Allie Sheedy. Whoppers. I love Whoppers. Malty. We, we, chocolatey goodness. We talked about that. <laughs> now, I have, but I do have Shall a tactical. Shall play a
1: game?
0: Personally, though, I do have a, a tactical wargaming past. So let's see how this game turns out, Nicole. Okay. The following is a true recount of a board gaming session. It is not merely a conversation. It contains the actual sounds of components, success and failure, and in-the-moment emotions from the incident itself.
1: The archivists of this audio would like to remind the faint of heart that the people involved are not rules experts, did not design the game, and do not always play nice.
0: No one was murdered in the playing of this game.
1: Hey, I'm going to talk about the rules this time, not Fred. So... In Heroes of Normandy, players will choose one of the many provided scenarios... (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. ...shut up or generate their (laughs) own using the player-generated clashes section of the scenario booklet. We chose to play Saving Private Rex. Rex is General Raymond O. Barton's beloved dog who has run away and, of course, is approaching enemy lines. Fred is playing the Americans who are searching for Rex, which leaves me playing the Germans. Fred's objective find Rex and lead him off the board. Beat
0: Nicole at all costs. Sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> find Rex and lead him off the board without taking too much damage. My objective, kill as many of Fred's troops as I can and don't leave that. Don't let the dog leave the area. Don't do that. By the way, Rex can't be killed. Kill all the people you can, but apparently we draw the line at dogs. It's not even a oh. German Shepherd. I think it's a St. Bernard. Where are they from? Bernardia? No, I don't know. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> Each side has their own deck of 76 action cards. Before playing, you'll first need to remove specific cards from each deck as mentioned in that particular scenario. For instance, we had to remove all artillery, airstrike, hit and run, weak point, surprise, bog down, and eight other specific cards. Then, from what's left, you randomly select 40 cards to be used during the scenario. Once this is done, each player will draw four of the 40 cards. These action cards will be able to be used during specific phases indicated on the card or possibly at any time. The phases include order activation and supply. The Americans are up first on Saving Private wrecks. They will deploy their troops into the deployment zone shown on the map in the, in the booklet. In this case, our map was a 14 by 14 grid and the US zone was in the bottom left corner. The Germans had to begin off the map and slowly move troops in from anywhere other than the bottom left corner. Looks like I'll be spending the first couple rounds just moving in my troops. But let's back up. I need to tell you how each phase works. Let's start with orders. For our scenario, we started with four order tokens plus one bluff token. The tokens are numbered 1 through 4 and are placed on your troops so the opponent can't see then the orders assigned. Orders assigned. <laughs> he will know which troops are possibly moving this round, but remember one is a bluff token. He will not know which order they're moving. Next we have activation. The player with initiative will reveal his order number one and his troop will then make two of the following actions, move, assault, or fire. Each troop has its own movement value and may move up to that, barring certain restrictions. Terrain, vehicles, and the enemy's zone of control, or the immediate space surrounding a unit, can all limit movement. Assault can only be used by units that have the assault ability. It is resolved with a dice roll by the attacker, a dice roll by the defender, and then 10 minutes of math to see if the assault was successful. We'll hear about more about that later. Uh, finally, if a troop doesn't move, it can fire. Vehicles are an exception and can possibly fire while moving. Unless specified, otherwise, units can fire 360 degrees. Most weapons have unlimited range, however may take a penalty if their target is too far away or the shot may be blocked by terrain. Again, firing is resolved by rolling dice and doing a bunch of math to determine a hit. On the supply phase, during this last phase any unit that was not activated this round may move now. This doesn't include the German troops, who start off the board in our Saving Private Rec scenario, so lucky me. If any troop has a suppressed marker, you may remove one per unit. You may discard any unused action tokens and then draw back up to four. Check the victory c- conditions. If no one has won, then take the number of order tokens you're entitled to. This number may decrease oh, as Nicole, your troops wait are a eliminated. Second.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we out of music? You just ran out of music.
1: Well, I'm not done.
0: <laughs>
1: Move the initiative marker one notch on the turn counter and flip it over, giving the other team initiative next round. Oh. Oh. We only get a maximum of seven rounds for this mission. Rex won't be seen until the end of round two. But then Fred gets on the radio to tell Willie the Jeep guy that they've seen the dog. Willie the radio guy. who just kind of ran us a stag. At the end of round three, Willie and his Jeep are on the scene. I don't have a Jeep. I'm just trudging through the mud on foot. Will I be able to keep Fred away from the dog and kill enough of his troops to score a major victory? Or will Fred lure Rex back with some Scooby Snacks and the promise of a daily walk? Let's find out.
0: Rex Snacks, thank you very much. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this. This is uh, this is our featured game. Mm-hmm. Heroes of Normandy. So, this is a light war game. And, I mean, when I say light, it's light compared to Advanced Squad Leader. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it wasn't that heavy. It right. Was, I, I mean, okay. I
0: could read the rules and, in, 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 you know... Around an hour or so, and play it completely. Competently, and, or competently, well, whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you.
1: Let's see. That how you it's start. not
0: that that tough. So let's see how this starts. Okay. So I have initiative, and number one is I think it's this guy, isn't it? Yep. Support team. It's going to move out. Okay. Um. And they have a three movement, Nicole. Just so you know. And they look... Oh, they're brutal. They are brutal. Oh. That's pretty good, too. Alright. So they go... One, two, three. This looks like... Oh, I can move in this. This shrubbery. Mm -hmm. Looks like it gives me plus one defense. What's that minus one?
1: You get oh. one less movement?
0: No, vehicles can move in it. They just move le- one less movement. Oh. Wow. <laughs> but then uh, I, if I move in here, I get into that stop-start kind of stuff in these right, three right. center spaces. Okay, cool. Uh, you're number one.
1: Oh. don't remember who it was. Oh, okay. It was this guy. My little motorcycle dude.
0: Yep, and you can move in from any side you decide to, it looks like.
1: Okay, what is this little arrow with the negative one?
0: Uh, If you move and shoot, it's at minus one.
1: Got it. And then the second thing?
0: You can divide your bonuses up to multiple targets. You have to designate them before you roll the dice, I think. You have to say, I'm shooting this one, this one, and this one. Okay. And they have to be within two squares of each other when you do it. Or is it three? Okay. Two or three. Ouch.
1: Okay, well, this guy's going to come in over here, and he can do a move and shoot. So he's going to move and shoot your little dude there in the bush. Okay. So it'd be, I get a plus four, but a minus one because he moved.
0: Right, and a minus two because I'm in the bush, so Uh you get a plus one. And you have to roll a six, so you have to roll a five or a six.
1: I have to roll a five or a six. Yes.
0: Do not do it. Oh, uh, You're such a jerk. It's like instantaneous jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. So that guy flips.
1: Yep. It's
0: unbelievable.
1: I know that you're like, whoa. Is there anything
0: I can do about this? This is ridiculous.
1: I don't think you can.
0: I can't. Good. Okay. That's right. If you listen at the end of that clip, you can hear <laughs> Nicole's belly do this. Mur
1: was fred no was that was fred. you that was you prove it it was fred
0: that was you it was fred
1: he's just trying to blame it on me
0: so uh you one called
1: thing- me a jerk instant jerk
0: i know i mean it's going to be out by nestle uh is going to release this in packet form that you can just put in water at a, a cup and add hot water and you can have nicole instant jerk. <laughs> Instant jerk is coming out. I'm just telling you. The reason you're instant jerk is because uh, I've hidden my boss guy. And and, and you have like a hero on your team. He's he's your main guy. If you lose him, you are so crippled. Or you'll just flat out lose in this case. And I put him in the bushes and I thought there's no way she's going to go for this, you know, not so obvious target. And you go straight at him and hit him right on the first turn. Right. So in, in in this game, your guys only have really two hit points. It's front side, back side, dead. Right. At the most, some guys just have front side dead. When I say front side, back side, I mean the chip itself we will flip over. Now, speaking of chips, let me tell you about these. There's like some really nice little artwork. Sorry about I that. Pickups
1: <laughs> <I guess>. here.
0: <laughs> It's <laughs> my fault. The uh, these uh They'll show like whatever they are or possibly show the face of whoever they're supposed to be. And, you know, it'll be like a little motorcycle or whatever. And then they'll have a bunch of stats around them. And then you flip them over and they'll have like a little red kind of uh, halo or something added to the border that makes it, you know, that they're they've been hit. Right. And their stats will change as they've been hit. Now, I'm going to just tell you for all of you advanced squad leader fans out there <laughs> these blow your chits out of the water okay <laughs> your little vanilla colored numbered chip that says <laughs> i'm just telling you you're so
1: mean these actually
0: have artwork on them they they're do. cool they they're, they're designed nice. the, they're, the, nice. they're the, the advanced squad leader ones are so utilitarian they're so boring you know yeah. They're just like, eh, I organized these troops into a file. Manila. <laughs> I like vanilla. I Manila. Oh. Manila. I don't like the envelopes. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just going to tell you, these chits are really actually pretty cool. Now, so what? like you heard, I've been injured, mm-hmm. run the first turn, but what is all of that for, Nicole?
1: The dog. You don't know. It's for the dog. And what's the point? You're just trying to go save a dog that you don't know where he is yet?
0: Yeah, and if you kill my main guy right off the bat, you're gonna win this game quick. <laughs> That'd be fine by <laughs> You've me. You've already got him damaged. I can't I can Well, do he's my only that.
1: move and shoot guy though. Right. So um and the dog comes out and you roll the die, and if you roll a six, he waits till the next turn to come out, but if you roll a one through five, what happens?
0: He drops at a certain spot.
1: Oh, and we won't know that until you decide to tell me about it.
0: Right. Do you know? It's on a map. I I don't know what off the back of, you know. Like So we're both in the same boat. It's it's somewhere in this side, this side, or there's one spot over here. So it's like one, two, three, four, five.
1: Okay, okay. Can I kill the dog? No. Okay.
0: The dog's a pain in the butt, too. I don't know if I'm going to win this one. So if you listen real close at the end of that, just listen real close. Maybe rewind right now. In your car, even. Don't. Rewind if you want to. Uh you may hear my catchphrase. I don't think I'm going to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my catchphrase that makes Nicole so mad in so many games. If I say I don't think I'm going to win this one and I do win, it infuriates you, doesn't it?
1: And you've said it. So
0: at this point, if I don't win, you or I'm if, just
1: going to be angry.
0: Or if I win, I'm going to you're going to be mad
1: I'm going to be mad.
0: Right. Uh, now, because you said it, here's something else to take note of. <laughs> uh, in this scenario, we're trying to find a dog.
1: Yes, Rex.
0: This is one of those narrative things that a game like Xeno Shift has zero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there was like no bug. We were off trying to find or anything. <laughs> right. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't scenario one replayed twenty times with different weapons.
1: <laughs> well, this was only one of like fourteen different scenarios you could pick out of the book plus it had a scenario generator which i think is kind of cool right so if you if you don't want to necessarily have a storyline you can just pick how you want to do it
0: right now the name of our scenario is saving private rex which is a play on saving private ryan you're not favorite Oh, i never war even movie. got
1: that <laughs> i'm just kidding How totally dare go. you? <laughs> that's crazy
0: uh it would eventually appear and uh I have to lead off my side. I don't you, know what that means. You have means. to lead
1: them off your side of the board. Right.
0: I have to lead them off my side of the board. <laughs> right. Yes. So my plans are just getting underway. Let's see how you continue, okay? Okay.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, this guy, number two. And you can move seven. But he's not going to. He's just going to shoot that guy. Okay. So I've got a, you get a plus two, but I get a plus four against your four.
0: So it's a wash. You just have to roll a four.
1: A four better? Yep. Why is that a
0: wash? Because I get plus two, plus two. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's not a wash. I only get plus two. So you get plus two. So you have to roll a two. You kidding? Ridiculous. That's
1: what I'm trying to figure out. Why is that? You
0: have a plus four versus infantry, which becomes a plus two, so you have to roll a two. Right. To hit my four. Right. I got a five. Oh boy. So hard to hit a freaking two. Okay. Okay. And this is my number two. I'm going to do the same thing to you, I think. What? I'm going to shoot you. I got a plus one, and I'm going to throw in an ammo for another plus one. Okay. Okay. So I have to roll anything but a one. Is that right?
1: Well, I have a four.
0: Yeah, and I got a plus one versus heavy or versus light vehicles, plus a one for my ammo. So I have a plus two versus you. So I have to roll a two to equal you. Right. So if I don't roll a one, you you get blown up, and you're blown up because well, you're a dead stupid. automatic guy. Okay? Goodbye, you.
1: I don't like that. <laughs>
0: So it turns out that you're Harley, your little motorcycle guy with a gun in the sidecar.
1: I don't think that's a Harley, but okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know a German mot- motorcycle.
1: <laughs> I don't either. Your
0: German motorcycle. My
1: Volkswagen two-wheeler.
0: <laughs> your motorcycle gets taken out. Yeah. Your motorcycle doesn't have a flip side. When you flip it over, it's just... It's well, just you can't grayed flip out. flip a
1: motorcycle. So. If you do, it's wrecked.
0: Well, I'm just saying, it's grayed out on the flip side of your token. So your guy gets taken out yeah. instantly, right? Yeah,
1: that wasn't good.
0: And he was mean. And the math didn't seem too bad at this point. Oh, okay.
1: Well, two <laughs> plus two. No, I got two. Got no, two. So there's four. Wait, what?
0: <laughs> but I'm just going to no, say. But if you add
1: one and one, then there's two <coughs> to the two that you have. So four. Shh. <laughs> Shh.
0: Oh. So I'm just gonna say that you do have to check check your opponent's math every now and then.
1: Yeah. You will like have to play against that Fred
0: in this game. Because someone might be mad about their their motorcycle getting blown up in turn two. Yes. Okay. Now things are getting violent. I think it's time for a plot twist. Okay. Something that doesn't happen in Xeno Shift. <laughs> now we roll a die to see if Rex comes in. Do you want to oh. roll or do you want me to roll it? Go ahead. It? Okay, he comes in at four.
1: Okay.
0: <clears throat> four o'clock in the morning. Uh, he comes in at four, which is right up here behind your machine gun nest right there. So this is Rex. And Rex okay. is a little dog. <clears throat> and it says this about Rex. Rex, General Raymond, O's Barton, Raymond O. Barton's dog ran away. Clearly, the slop in the officer's mess was not to his liking. A small force of officially appointed volunteers, that's in quotes, has been sent out to retrieve him. The problem is that Rex, that damn mutt, has wandered towards German lines. Okay?
1: He's a little bit behind (coughs) German lines right now.
0: He's been out there foraging. What dog is that. Naughty. Looks like a St. Bernard. I was
1: just thinking that, yeah.
0: So this dog, uh, it shows up right in the middle of the majority of your forces. Because it shows up, in this case, because of, you know, how he rolled. Mm-hmm. It showed up on your side of the board, right, right. in the middle of all of your forces. Right,
1: because I'd already moved some guys out
0: <laughs> and from uh, off of the board. <laughs> and then it's going to run around each turn and uh, away from gunfire. That's the kind of rules that there are. Yeah. It's going to move randomly, which is based on a template that's like a, uh, the template is like, it's, a, it's an like explosion little, template or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was
1: a blast radius disc thing.
0: Right. And he moves in the direction that the template says.
1: Uh-huh. And based on your rule.
0: Also, if you shoot, he's going to run away from the gunfire. Right. Uh, so this this at this point, the roles have gone sort of in your favor. You want him in the middle of all your stuff, so I yes. have to deal with you.
1: that's right. so, so this game is
0: really playing into your pocket. I mean, you're having a good time,-
1: uh-huh. I'm right put that dog in my pocket
0: now also, on top of that, you've got a trick up your sleeve at the end of this turn, Nicole
1: And are we at the end of the orders phase?
0: We are at the end of the orders phase. Okay,
1: I'm going to play this. Play at the end of the orders phase. Remove an order marker from an enemy unit. Okay. Who do you have that's tough?
0: They're all pretty tough.
1: Are they all the same?
0: Uh, No, this guy is a fire team. This is a support team. That's a recon team. They're all different.
1: Um. We'll let him do his, his thing. That guy.
0: Okay. Then I will play the same thing on you, and I will get rid of this guy's order. Then I'll play the same thing on you again.
1: Can you do that twice?
0: It says I can do them. Do you have another one? (sighs) And I'll get rid of your fire squads, hoarders. Ridiculous, okay all right nicole take that for your take that cards uh kind of get mixed up at this i mean they they sort of mix up the game yeah don't they yeah because the cards are giving you these uh abilities or enhancements that really swing the advantage in your favor like dramatically yeah
1: but that's why you only get like four of them to choose from at a time and you don't get to refill them until the end of the round.
0: Right. Now, in a game like Memoir 44, you only get very few of these. But these are like every turn you have something like this in your hand, right? Right. And that, that's a pretty distinct difference. I mean, but it is a very close similarity to Memoir 44. You're playing these troops on there and you're doing stuff like Memoir 44 might say all of your infantry troops all of a sudden get plus one hit or something like that this turn. Yeah. And this is kind of the same as that. I mean, it's very similar. Don't you think?
1: Eh, I didn't think it was very similar at all, actually. Oh! But I know. That's okay.
0: Well, I'm just saying that that's, the card play is very similar to Memoir 44. There's a... I, I, I'm doubting that Advanced Squad Leader has these
1: card play kind of things in it. Do We're you? just like poo-pooing everything tonight.
0: My goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in that mood.
1: <laughs> You're in a poo-poo mood. I know.
0: I will poop on everything. So... uh it seems like that I've got this advantage and I really need to make this turn count, doesn't you it? You do. Here we go. And I'm going to play Burst into Action, which means I can move and then shoot. Okay? Mhm. And you can move through your same your like friends as long as you don't end in them. Mm-hmm. And I go 1 2 to right there. Actually, I go to right here. So that I still get the plus 1 defense. Okay. And I shoot your machine gun nest. Now, before I do that, I play, before, uh, I play American Way of Life, I roll more than, one more die than normal and take the better result. Mm. And then I place both my ammo rolls down onto this roll. And I shoot your machine gun nest. So I have a plus two plus two. So I have a plus four. I have to roll a four on two dice to destroy your machine gun nest. Oh my god, snake eyes. That's awesome. Oh my god, it's not awesome. That's, That's so BS. awesome. Alright, oh, I don't I, I don't destroy it. I just shot my load. <laughs> that was all I had right there.
1: That's awesome.
0: I don't I don't even have a shot at killing that machine gun nest now.
1: That's okay. It's terrible. Nah, it's okay.
0: It's your first move.
1: I don't have one because you took my guy. So <clears throat> blink.
0: Um okay. So second. Yeah, I think you took it. Yep, you took it.
1: Yay! Okay, well then, Dark. my second one is this guy.
0: <coughs> okay. And I can't believe I rolled snake eyes. That is so dumb. I rolled a six for the stupid dog, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Stay where you are, boy. That's pretty awesome. Watch me die. <laughs> okay, so that's some bad dice luck for sure. That's you. Uh, here's what's funny is I've spent two cards. I couldn't take out the nest. I tried to boost my attack on your nest. And the reason is, is because this dice or this this nest takes up 25% of the playing area. You basically got a 90, 90 degree angle off of the center of the board that's going to be shot with machine gun fire if I move into the area at the wrong time.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't end up hitting him very often with that, though. Well, no. It wasn't very lucky for me.
0: Well, I'm just telling you that a quarter of the board, my entire game edge, mind you, nearly my entire game edge is is covered by this machine gun that yeah. you've got. And so it's it's really important that I take him out.
1: Yeah. It really is
0: because if I try to make any sort of action inside that area, you can take this extra free action that just smokes me. Yep. You know? So really things things are getting pretty thick at this point because I've moved really deftly into the middle. And I'm trying to take out your guy, and I'm I'm like kind of halfway across this fourteen by fourteen map that you described. Mm-hmm. I'm about halfway across it, and I'm really trying to push my luck. There's a dog in the middle of the second seven square half with all of your troops in it, so things are getting pretty thick right now. Okay,
1: so this has a negative or a plus one,
0: right? a plus one, and the negative one. Thing says obstacles. This element uh, gets obscured line of sight when you so when you shoot in it, you're at minus one shot as well. Is that what it is, or is it when you shoot out of it? Page eleven. <laughs> um. Oh,
1: that is the plus one. That is the obscured shot.
0: For each space crossed by the obscured line of sight, you subtract value from the final dice result. So I do get my bonus, and then it yours doesn't cross anything, you'll get full shot. Since it's going straight into here, I think it's minus one to the final result as well.
1: So what do I have to roll?
0: Where, who, who are you shooting? You're shooting With them? this
1: little dude. My number two guy.
0: Oh, okay. You've got a plus one versus infantry. Mm-hmm. So that would mean... And I've got a plus two to my armor. So you'd have to roll a five, but you're going, you're going to go through this space before you get to me shooting where you're at. So you'll go through one space before you get to my space, which means you've traveled through. According to this, you'd travel through one space, which would be minus one from the final result.
1: Oh, my God. Just <laughs> give me a number.
0: Okay, so it doesn't apply to the space the unit is in. So, it would be, you've got <clears throat> one, and that's modified by the one, so that that's negated. Okay. So, at this point, you'd have to roll a four, five. Is that right? Yeah, a five.
1: I have to roll a five. Right. You're sure?
0: Yes. Okay. You have to roll a five, which I'm sure you'll do, since you can't stop rolling awesome. <laughs> You're going to blow me away in this game, aren't you? Nope. Four. Patel, Nicole, five, five. Your number is five.
1: Yeah, it took you long enough to tell me that
0: too. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Hey, but at least the dishes are done.
0: Right. That's what that beeping noise was in the background. In the background. Now, <laughs> no, sometimes we're, we
1: record in real life.
0: <laughs> right. Sometimes the rules and math combined gets a little convoluted in this game. Okay. A Little. Right Oof. now, so as I said, we are nearly done at this point with turn three of the game. and I think uh, I can't remember how many turns there were. seven.
1: Seven was the max.
0: right. So we're but at the we're, end of
1: this one is when your Willie the Jeep guy comes in, isn't it?
0: Yes. Now I have pushed across the map. We've each taken a casualty. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I mean at this point it seems like we're both pretty even. Let's see how that pendulum swings, okay? Okay. Here we go. And we go to turn number four, but we gotta move Rex still, who's not within two spaces of a friendly unit. Mm-hmm. And Rex goes towards three, which is this direction. hmm And he moves one space. space. Stupid dog. Love that dog. I hate it. It could have moved six spaces and been right here. Yep. Actually, it would have been one, two, three, four, five, six, over right mm-hmm. here. And then I would have been like, I might win this game. But right now, I might lose this game. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just for you guys listening, if you pay attention right there, you hear my catchphrase again. <laughs> <laughs> I might lose this game. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm setting myself up to make you angry at me. I'm just telling you. Maybe. Maybe.
1: What if you lose this game? <laughs> I don't know. That dog is being very friendly to the Germans
0: right, right. now. And, and, and Rex is just sitting there. Sitting yeah. Yeah. in your troops. Yeah. That that blast template keeps saying, oh, nope, he's going to stay right here.
1: You know, one of my guys had beef jerky in his pocket. <laughs> I doubt it. It's true.
0: <laughs> I doubt
1: what it. What dog would run away from that?
0: Spelled with an umlaut over the E
1: beef jerky i don't know if that's that i work. don't know if that would help that, I, I, I just made that my, up my I took apologies a semester of german
0: <laughs> my apologies to any german listeners <laughs> and i don't
1: even remember my teachers said frau something
0: my usage frau. of the umlaut is shenanigans at best
1: mm, nah, i got nothing <laughs> i remember so, eating german chocolate cake which is not even german so there you go
0: because there's not many coconuts in germany
1: no, we are not here. Like it was a whole thing about it that German chocolate cake was actually uh, made in America and the person who made it, his last name was German. That's what his last name was. Germain. No, his last name was German.
0: Yeah, it was Germain.
1: They said German.
0: Timothy Germain. I, I heard
1: about that. I don't I can't remember where I heard about that, but that was anyhow. Old
0: Willie Germain. German. Now so and it, it was seems his like the
1: chocolate cake that he made.
0: Truly, I mean the dog is not moving across. That's my big goal, the dog.
1: Oh and yeah, the dog.
0: <laughs> we've we've only taken a couple of casualties, yeah. one apiece. Yeah. So we've stayed pretty evenly, and it really feels like at this point is when you might start some sort of in game controversy. I would
1: never do such a thing.
0: Ah! I'm gonna play this card right now.
1: Okay. During what phase are we in?
0: We're still in supply, right? Sure. When do you draw during the supply phase? Is At it the, the end. end. Yeah, I is already that, drew. Is that how you end it? Because yeah. I, I can't cheat like that if I, if I do that.
1: Yeah, if you drew it, you can't <clears> play it. You have to wait till next supply if it's a supply phase. Are you
0: sure? Yes.
1: You can't play the card you just drew.
0: You resolve them, you do this... Actually, turning the initiative marker one notch and turning it over to the new initiative at the start of the new round. You take the order tokens you're entitled to, check victory conditions, discard as many cards, and draw up. So actually, there's three steps after your card draw for supply phase. So you can use your card that you just drew? According to this. Go for it, whatever. It's just, it's not something really bad. Oh, okay. It's minor. Uh I play to this me. to get my three ammo tokens back.
1: Whoopee. Okay. See? Yeah.
0: It's... Are you are you mad now? Yes. <laughs> Where'd my other one go? <laughs> Stop being mad. I don't know what they look we're, like. We're in the new turn. Unless you want to play a supply card.
1: I can't play one. Mine don't work that way.
0: Okay. So we're down to order phase, mm-hmm. and you get to have initiative. So, be. Uh, this is why games like Devastation of Indians have very meticulous game flows, mm-hmm. and this game has the exact same thing. If you go to the back of the book, it will show you the exact flow of the game when things happen in order, right? And that draw of cards does actually happen just before the resupply kind of phase where I was going to be able to play it.. Mm-hmm. So I did get all my ammos back.
1: That's unfortunate for me.
0: Right. So <clears throat> this this is all just based on on basically making sure you don't play cards when you're supposed to. I mean there is a card game. It may not be a big part of the game, but it's it's a part it's of the game. It's a big
1: enough part, yeah.
0: Right. I mean, it, it like I said, deftly swings advantage in your favor. Yeah. So that, that has to be absolute. There has to be no question of when you can play this. Yep. Now, Nicole, you have made this game very personal. It's
1: always personal when you attack.
0: Well, I'm going <laughs> to respond appropriately just That's so it. you know. <laughs> okay. I am going to... I'm gonna do an assault.
1: What does that mean?
0: Uh, it just means that I, I can't. I just move on top of you. I have an assault uh, capability. So it
1: means he moves, right?
0: He he has. To, well, he does have to move. Yes. Why? Okay. Because you have something that makes it so I can't move. It,
1: no, it makes it so when he moves, I immediately shoot at it.
0: What? That's ridiculous.
1: Your play during the activation of an enemy unit. If the enemy unit moves, one of your units can immediately shoot at it. Your unit must not have already acted in this activation phase, which he has not. Okay. So he's going to shoot at him and does is he mean still in his bunker is there it or before whatever? Before I move? If the enemy unit moves. One of your units can immediately okay, shoot Okay, so I it.
0: have to have moved already. So, yeah, you can go ahead and shoot at me and I won't be at the plus one armor.
1: Okay, so I, I just have to do a three against you.
0: Yeah. Five. Okay, so he flips. Correct. And he still assaults you.
1: Okay. And okay. this goes away because then it just goes, puts an activate on
0: it. <laughs> okay, here's how assaults work. The, the assaults can be launched from a free space or space belonging to a vehicle. It must be adjacent to the defender. Uh, the attacker uh, must respect the movement rules explained in the previous chapter and have enough movement points to move into the target's space. Assault must be announced before the beginning the movement. and must be resolved whatever happens. Zone of control does not prevent an assault. Okay. Uh, in order to symbolize the assault, you place the tar- target's counter overlapping the other one. The attacker rolls two dice and keeps the higher and adds the combat bonus corresponding to the type of enemy. He also adds any bonuses available, special cards, recruitment options, and subtracts the penalty. Um, A cross indicates that assault is not possible. So, like, if there's an X on this, like, I can't assault a heavy vehicle. Right. Um, The player with the higher result wins the assault, is all it is. And... Defender rolls one die, two if you have the assault ability, which you don't. So you roll one die in response, I roll two, and I'm going to play a... During an assault, I add plus two to my result. Battle Rage. Okay? So let's hope I don't roll Snake Eyes again, because that was ridiculous. Okay, I rolled an eight as my result. Nine, actually, because of my plus one versus infantry.
1: But you only get one of them.
0: I know. You get the better Six, seven, eight, nine versus your infantry. Okay. Okay?
1: So what does that mean?
0: You still have to roll one die to respond. And stop looking at your card, because I don't know what you're up to. So right now, your result is four. Okay. So I beat you by five, which means you're going to die.
1: Okay, well then I'm going to play this.
0: And what does that do? Play
1: when one of your infantry units must take a hit or be eliminated. Okay. Oh, cannot be used during an assault. Never mind. Crap.
0: Okay, this guy. Shut up! Don't laugh. <laughs> this guy goes. There's no need to laugh. I'm just give me that. <laughs> okay, so I moved right there. All right, I'd like to apologize for laughing then, <laughs> but not now. <laughs> It's pretty funny now.
1: It was funny then.
0: Assault is sort of a cutthroat version of this game. I mean, you're doing a lot of shooting. It's
1: awful. And
0: then all of a sudden, you kind of like run into each other. I mean, it's I know like that, you, was, that, that was that was a long clip. That but one was
1: like you leaped out of the bushes to attack me. Kind of actually, thing.
0: you were running into the bushes to was, try to tra- try to attack me. I, think. I don't know. It was terrible. But it, it's it's such a cutthroat version of that of the game. You know, it's it's so much more to the point. Which is how, how most of these games, like miniature games, handle Assault, I think. You know, they just kind of say, someone's going to figure this out. Someone's going to be the the person, you know, who wins this or not. As yeah. opposed to shooting where they're like, yeah, you might shoot him a little bit, then he runs away. Yeah, Assault's not like that. No. It's a lot more final. So, at this point, I, I would say that I've turned the heat on. And I've sort of become begun... begun you know, sort of a, a a process of coming out on top. Uh, and I do that with another assault that I blow up your mas- machine gun nest. My useless this
1: machine gun nest. Right. Yeah. I do
0: that. And Rex then suddenly runs without any kind of warning directly towards me. Finally, he leaves the, the German side of the board and runs straight towards the Joes. Very awful. <clears throat> and within range. And this is what happens. My number one is this guy. And he goes one, two, three, four, five, six. And I think I stopped there because if I stop there, he automatically picks up the dog. This is what it says. Uh, if he ends his, if Rex crosses or ends his movement on an American Jeep, Jeep included, or American unit, Jeep included, he stays with it and tags along. So if at any moment he crosses or ends his movement, so he's crossing, this guy's crossing him so he Uh would go with it and tag along. (coughs) This sucks. I've lost. (laughs) Not necessarily.
1: Well, is he going to run away during this supply phase? Who? The dog
0: not if i can help it
1: that means that i just lost
0: not technically you can still get a minor victory if you take out enough of my guys Good. or you can get not a, it's uh i think they okay. if you get 10 points worth of guys which i don't think you're going to quite make
1: no what many points of guys have i gotten so zero. far zero exactly
0: I'm just going to get a minor victory, though. I don't think I'll make a major. It's too hard. Yours is like, destroy my entire platoon, or let my motorcycle get destroyed. It was terrible. Now, this is something in this game. You have these little templates that have chips that you've put in these little sized spaces that are also color-coded with these little ribbons on the side of the spaces, and when you color, you have the right colored ribbon and the right sized chit to go into this little frame, then you have this, you can have this troop in the combat. Right. And in order to get the points for these, for this frame, the whole frame becomes a point. So in order to get the points for that frame, you have to destroy a certain number or certain amount or percentage of that frame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what the problem is i've sort of separated these frames up and into what you're allowed to damage or what you've been able to damage to that point to where you're actually able to look at the end of the game and say i'm not probably going to get any kind of victory at this point yeah and i've been doing that on purpose because i'm a jerk
1: you're a jerk (laughs) oh my god i'm an instant jerk you're a long-time jerk.
0: Right. I I planned to be a jerk from the very beginning.
1: I just pop up occasionally and go, jerk.
0: Right, right. Now, this is part of this game that, that sort of has appeal where people say that, you know, when you play the free-form version of this game, this the non-scenario-based, that you have a lot of options. And this game truly does have a lot of options if you buy expansions and, and things like that. You can add all sorts of troops into this, you know? Mm-hmm. And in fact, we have an entire second game that's all based on the same system that you're not wanting to play. this <laughs> I don't know if you are or not. <laughs> I
1: got it for you for Christmas. Right. I'll play it.
0: Um. So, I not mean, for a feature. But these frames seem like it's going to make it really simple. But you do still have to have some sort of point, uh, you know, allocation or cost going in your head of this is how many points I can spend on this frame that I'm using. Right. So even though it seems like it's just like, oh, just fill the frame up with colors and sizes. No, you still have to count points. Right. So it's not quite as simple as what they said it was. Now, we spend the next few turns with me. and, And I mean, I'm trying to be nice about this. I'm systematically kicking your butt. Pretty much. I just do one thing after another to constantly take your guys out.
1: And you already have the dog, and I'm like nowhere near it. Right. So,
0: just... and at this point, I'm, I'm just going to say I've saved Nicole the the you know feeling of of having to relive this this turn after turn of of me just absolutely stomping her.
1: Just put me out of my misery. Right.
0: So let's get this game over with right now. Please. And I'm going to play. Uh... <clears throat> I'm going to play Bullet Storm,
1: mm.
0: which gives him a plus one to my die result mm-hmm. if I target an enemy. Yeah, which I am no. going to target your guy. Of course. I
1: have and six.
0: He has a six, so I have a plus three, so I have to roll a three. Boom! That's a dead guy. Yep. <clears throat> and. That was before. Never mind. Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, this guy. Uh,
0: yeah, that's it. Actually, I can do this. I'm going to play this.
1: Even though I already started doing my guy?
0: God, never mind. Fine.
1: Go ahead and do it. You it's not going to matter. You haven't even
0: actually done anything yet.
1: Well, it's not like you didn't know who I was going to move either, since he's my only guy that's left.
0: <laughs> this is Uncle Sam. Oh. Play after having activated one of your infantry units. Reactivate the same unit, and it can act a second time. Hmm. I'm going to reactivate him, but before activating him, I'm going to do a move and shoot with him. Of course. And I'm going to go one... Two, three, and shoot at your guy. Mm, please do. He's got a plus two, so I have to roll a three to mm-hmm. hit your guy. Yeah, go for it. Boom! A okay. That's a dead. <laughs> now so I'm one. <laughs> oh man, Nicole! Stupid! Game. I wanted to win the game. Look at this! Look what you.
1: happened! Look what my last draw was! I drew four <coughs> brand new cards. I got two bullet storms and two advances.
0: Good. Mine were pretty good.
1: Mine were suck, suck, and suck. Mine were
0: pretty good. Now here's the problem. Uh, what? You're gonna be mad about this. That was a major victory.
1: I know. Because
0: at the end, I scored the points for your whole deal. I know. So I had it. I had the eight victory points. Plus I know. The Rex left.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> On the seventh turn, you beat me in every way that I could be
0: beat. I love you, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> It was when that dog turned right. Stupid dog. <laughs> Poor Rex. Rex, I don't like him. Are you like who Click? buys
1: a Saint Bernard? I they don't know. Drool.
0: Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm sort of a total ass at that, At the end of that game, a little aren't bit. I? But it's so funny. To clarify for everybody listening, I'm really laughing because your demeanor is so sour at that so point. I so
1: bummed. I thought I had such a good shot at winning. <laughs> like a, at
0: that point, I have nothing to be bummed about.
1: Oh, it just it, It's just infuriating when that dog just jumps right into your van. Right. It's like, hey, did you run out of beef jerky? I'm going to go get in this van. Now,
0: to be perfectly clear, we played a very tight Back and forth game until about the halfway point, maybe even three quarters point. And then it deftly turned into my favor. I know. And it never went away. I lost at that point. the
1: dice, man. I don't know what happened. Like at first you were rolling snake eyes and you were just <laughs> sucking it up. And then all of a sudden right. I was missing everything by like one, one point. Your mojo it was, was completely destroyed was at bad. that point. I know. Right? It made me sad. <laughs> so sad.
0: Obviously, I've won. (laughs) I won this game, but Nicole, let's talk about what. Guess what? What?
1: I won Devastation of Endings. You're amazing. (laughs) I know.
0: You are amazing. (laughs) I have to win something. You are fantastic. It
1: was was awesome. It was awesome.
0: Well done, Nicole. If I didn't take enough time, I don't think I took enough time earlier (laughs) to say, (laughs) well well done.
1: uh, Thank you. Thank you, sir.
0: Superior job. (laughs)
1: All right, so what'd you like about this game?
0: What I like about it? Mm -hmm. Now, I think the uh, combat stays fairly interesting. Even though it gets a little complex, I think that that's part of what makes it interesting. It, uh, It sort of gives a lot of variables, gives a lot of depth to it, so that when you're moving, it really counts. When you move this guy from this square to that square, there's a definitive difference between those two squares, and it's important. And it makes not only what you're, you know, which troop you're moving into that spot important. It makes, you know, that spot important. It makes all sorts of, you know, you know, really deep, you know, decisions that you're making during the whole game
1: mm-hmm.
0: about how you're doing this. It's not it's not really flat. I mean, there's there's it doesn't quite come through in in how we're playing because, you know, eventually I flip it on you <laughs> despite the dice. <laughs> despite me rolling snake eyes early on I'm able to flip the game back into my favor and yeah. and 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 knowing that I mean I, I could tell personally that that despite the dice that I'm able to make these decisions that should eventually pay off and and have to they just have to by the the you know the rule of odds these are going to pay off, unlike Machi Koro, where they don't doesn't matter at all. You're
1: so mean to me on that game. I love it. I
0: love that game. <laughs> but I, I think the combat stayed fairly interesting most of the game because of all the variables that could play into yeah. it. Um, you want me to go through all of mine? Or do you want to go through some? Go through another one. Okay. I, I think that I really like the chits themselves that the game once you are familiar with the rules which there are quite a few it's deceptive in that regard it tries to tell you that this game is super easy and if you actually get once you delve underneath this the you know epidermal level you find out really quickly that this is a a deep game and that there's a there's quite a bit more to it you know to the you know at least probably double what there is to it than what you expected okay and uh but the troop information, I think once you get the gist of all these rules that are, you know, all all the underneath rules and the surface rules, you will be able to play this game fairly quickly. I bet it speeds up a lot if you played it five times, for instance. But we're not doing this for five.
1: No, we're not.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what do you have? Do you have anything to add? Other than my notes when you look at them.
1: Well, no, I was betting your number three is exactly what I was going to say. I do like the variety involved with the different scenarios that are offered. Right.
0: There's a narrative to this game. And every game can be different. They they present you a core mechanic like you're supposed to. Uh And then they say, and here's how it varies every game to make it make it different. Yeah. That would be like the same as new arenas uh-huh. or new bases. Uh-huh. If you want to talk about War of Indians or new scenarios in the case of this game or in the case of Zeno Shift, just different equipment cards. Same scenario.
1: <laughs> the same enemies. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one, you're truly, you're just fighting one another. So, right. I mean, the enemy is not going to switch, but the reason for fighting the enemy is going to be different in every battle. Right. And that's kind of cool.
0: Cool. Uh, I think I, I personally, this is one of these personal things, I really like the art.
1: The art's fine. I don't dislike the
0: art. I like it a lot.
1: I don't care one way or the other about it. It's green. It's very green. I like it a lot. Like most war games are. It's very green. Well,
0: if you get into the Gestapo stuff, it's not quite as green.
1: Oh, I didn't see the Gestapo
0: stuff. Well, and there was like a Kickstarter for one of these games, too, that came with a poster, and I really like the poster of the German girl. Did she have... Big She had fishnet stockings on is all I remember <laughs> better. It was very tantalizing.
1: Okay. That's as much
0: as I can say. I think they <laughs> sell this they sell this poster on the uh what are they what's the name of that? Something dog. I don't even know. What? Their Who's their dog? website. I don't know. I can't remember either. <laughs>
1: I don't even know how that came. about. Okay, anyway, right the long. title
0: of their company is something Dog Naughty Dog. Games. Is it Naughty no, no, Dog? No, Naughty Dog Games. is uh,
1: Crash Bandicoot.
0: No, that was like Mad Dog Games or something like that. Okay. I can't remember. Ah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I like the art. I really do. I I think it's fun. I think I I like that semi grotesque sort of you know overemphasized proportions sort of uh, face
1: caricature like yeah
0: caricature kind of like face. I really okay. I like that stuff. That's fine. I do. I I I, I like the art in this game
1: I didn't dislike it I thought it was just fine it didn't really strike me one way or the other it was good it was good it wasn't like oh my god look at this
0: right so So, uh and overall I think the components themselves are, are are absolutely adequate
1: yeah there's yeah.
0: nothing wrong with them.
1: I like that it's the little chips with all the details instead of right. like a miniature and then having to have a card with the details. Right. Um, because when I go to look at who's going to move, I can tell exactly right there what they can do. I don't right. have to try and put it together.
0: And you know, I, I I look at this. is What's funny about this game is I look in the box and I say, wow, look at all this stuff in the box. And then I look at the pictures of our game that we took for for this episode and I'm like, there is surprisingly little to go with this game. Uh huh. It's it's very streamlined. It's, yeah, there you wasn't know, a
1: whole lot to put together. Right. For it. I
0: mean, it's know. been it's been very trimmed down to the bare essentials of what it takes to play a war game, and yeah. I really really like that about this game. So, what do you dislike about this game? Go. I, I lost. know you dislike some stuff. Oh, that's no, nothing. That's nothing.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't like the math. I really don't. Every thing it, it gives you plus this many points if you're in this circumstance. It gives you right. minus this many points if you're in that circumstance. And if you have to add mine plus minus yours to equal all together and then compare the two, because right. you got plus for this and minus for that, I got plus for this and minus for that, and then to average it all out. And then I have still have to roll a die to figure out did I actually hit or not based on the difference of the equation – <laughs> seriously
0: okay so for those of you who have played warhammer or something like that this is where you have to know the game there is no shortcut to the mathematics without knowing the game wow
1: okay that's not helping me at all well
0: i'm just saying you either know the game and you will grow to know the game within three or four game, games
1: even if i know the my, my, this guy had plus two against infantry. This guy had plus one against uh, light armor. Right. Okay. Except if I'm in a bush. If I'm in a bush, then I've got a negative. And right. Then, but you don't. You aren't in a bush. Right. So you've got a positive against my infantry. Right. Which So now when I roll, wait, was it against your infantry? Wait, no, it was against the light armor. So I get plus one, plus minus two for the bush, plus you get plus one. Yeah. Against what was the stat? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't okay, matter how well you know I'm, it. You can I'm know I'm telling it. you,
0: as a non-WarGamer player, you... I
1: don't like WarGames for that reason, apparently. ...will not
0: get this until about three to four games in.
1: No, even then. No,
0: I'm telling you, you will.
1: No, it won't. It will
0: start to snap.
1: No, it won't.
0: It will.
1: <laughs> it won't, because I have to minus and subtract and add and plus. It will,
0: because on game one, with an experienced WarGamer, which is me... You had someone who absolutely understood it.
1: Did you listen to those clips? Yes. Did you hear what I had to say? And how many do I roll? Just give me a number.
0: This and was so funny. you had so to funny. talk
1: about it. You had to think it out for is, like, this is like a minute. That
0: was like a turn four. <laughs> I was having to think about it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: That stuff's going <laughs> to that's,
1: that's over halfway through the game. Right. And you're still having to think about it.
0: That's because I was learning the, the subtle, the underlayer. But I'm, I'm just saying after that game the I would have been able to underlayer. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I would have learned that math, no problem. Uh-huh. And, and at that point, the rest of the game went went pretty smooth after that.
1: And you know, it's not like math is hard, okay? Right. I get it. I, I know how to add two plus I two. Know. It's five. But the the I'm just kidding.
0: No, I'm gonna it's tell just you flat annoying. out one of my dislikes of this game is that combat, while interesting, can become complex. Yes. That's because if you throw someone into a situation where all of the variables come up, you are going to have to think for a solid minute. That's why that clips in there, is that you will have to think for a full minute of just how this adds up and what someone has to roll on their die. Right. And then all of that thought, a one full minute of thought, ends in two seconds of a die roll.
1: Yeah. I really like the dice.
0: The dice are cool, right? Uh
1: huh. Because they've got the little special side.
0: Right, the sixth side, right? Uh huh. Yeah, is, it has like a yeah as, it's as got, the symbol of the infantry.
1: Yeah, I like that. It's Which nice. is neat. I think, is I like that. That's it's fun to have a special custom dice. Um,
0: something that does help with this complexity, though, uh, and I and I say this is kind of a dislike because the symbols on the map are supposed to help you with those numbers but at the beginning they're really tough to understand because you still have to get this new symbol sort of vocabulary going yeah. that teaches you these
1: there what were, these
0: mean what well, all these mean
1: and there were a lot of symbols out there right cuz this one you could do an assault with and that one you couldn't because the symbol wasn't there but right. then on your artillery you had a different symbol on your vehicle you had a different symbol and i don't think i ever did memorize all of those
0: no no, but all of them, the, all of them directly corresponded to, I mean, there is like a symbol, like sort of glossary that you have to know.
1: Yeah. And see, we never even got into like airstrikes and stuff like that. Right. Because we didn't have planes in this scenario. So, right. Is it scenario? Scenario.
0: I, I always say scenario.
1: It's you it's can scenario. say scenario. I don't care. Potato, potato. Well, let's call the whole thing off. Okay.
0: All right. So how hard is this to teach to someone?
1: <laughs> Four.
0: I say it's a five.
1: Really? A five? I don't think it's a
0: five. I'm saying it's a five because I'm experienced with this stuff and still at the end of the game, I was kind of okay. like, I'm getting it, but I'm not quite a hundred percent. You know what?
1: I will actually bump that to a five and for one reason alone. What is that? I don't like the rule book.
0: How dare you?
1: I think it is. The print is too small. Yeah. And it's too bunched up. It's okay. too much to absorb all at one time. The topics aren't uh, pronounced enough. Okay to really absorb everything individually and to be able to put it back together. I like how they've done it for the scenario scenario book. (laughs) I like how they've done it for that. Shut up.
0: (laughs) You can say scenario. I like how they've done it
1: for the potato book. Right. (laughs) But I don't like how it is in the rule book. In
0: the tomato book? In
1: the tomato book. Yes. (laughs) The rule book, I just think needs to be, they could have like added a couple pieces of paper and spread that out a little bit more. And it might've made it easier to absorb everything. It's right. just too much in too small a space.
0: I think it's Warpig. Is War it Warpig P- games?
1: <laughs> I don't ah, know. Ah. Oh, my goodness. Maybe it has
0: nothing to do with dogs. I'm screwing this up.
1: That, what does that have to do with dogs? Warpig has nothing to do with dogs anyway. Oops. Oh, that's what you just said. I don't know. Are you playing with my iPad? You're breaking in.
0: Broken. You don't in. know my
1: password. Oh, wait. I do. <laughs> don't tell anybody. Um... Well, what's your overall rating?
0: Well, I like I said, I set a five for teaching.
1: Okay, what's, for your ov- sure. what you, what's your overall rating of the game?
0: The game itself, I would say, is a solid three.
1: I wouldn't say it's a solid three. I'll give it a three because you won't let me do a two and a half.
0: Uh, no way. You're not doing a two and a half. How dare and you? And
1: I will give it the three because I do like the variety involved in it. And... Just the fact that we've got the uh, Shadows of Normandy upstairs, and I am kind of curious to play it. I know it's going to be the same game with different art and different stories.
0: Right, but there's three factions in this one.
1: Well, oh, can you play it three player?
0: Yes. Are we playing it three player? I don't know if you can or not. Devil Pig is the name of it. Devil Pig Games is the name of the company who puts this out. Well, there you go. Devil.
1: (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you won't let me give it a two and a half, so I'm gonna give I'll give it a three because I liked it well enough, but I really would I don't know. I liked it well enough to not give it a two, but that's about it.
0: Okay, well I liked it well enough as to give it a three because this is a, a very competent miniature game. It's definitely no miniatures.
1: There's no miniatures. Well, I'm just
0: telling you that's what it is. That's well,
1: a miniature style game, it but is. you don't have any miniatures in it. It's
0: a miniature game without miniatures. And these chits...
1: So that should make it cheaper. Is it cheaper? Replace
0: them. Uh, There's a lot of chits in it. Eh. So not really. Not too much. (laughs) I would say... I would say... I think it's like a $60 game.
1: Oh my goodness. I don't think it's worth that. Shh.
0: There's a lot of variant variables in this. Thirty bucks,
1: thirty bucks max.
0: Oh come on, thirty
1: bucks max. That is
0: bonkers. Whoever's listening, don't listen to her. There's so much cardboard in the box. I don't care. You can ignore her.
1: There's not that much fun in the box. Ignore
0: this crazy person across the table from me. But I'm going to say that as far as miniature games, kind of kind of games go, it's it's very competent. The system's solid. It's a little wonky to kind of get, you know, there is a definite le- learning curve and once you get past it you're fine. So I would say a 3. Okay. I'm not going to say it's amazing. I think that uh you know, one of the goals of this game I th- I always feel was supposed to be that the narrative comes through a lot more than you expect and that's kind of what sold me on it up, up front was yeah. this sort of we're giving you a cinematic, like a Clint Eastwood World War II movie or a, you know, something like a John Wayne World War II movie. And I don't, I don't quite feel like that comes through.
1: I thought it came through pretty well. It's okay. I totally felt like we were going after that dog the whole time. <laughs> Seriously.
0: I felt like that dog just lucked into my lap at the end.
1: And our dog is now hacking. What That's is okay. she doing? Is no, she she's okay? she's just sitting there.
0: But that's that's what I would say. So I would say a three. I can't quite give it a four. We'd have to play it three or four more times. That. No. At least no. for me to give it a no. higher score than that. No. And I think you would give it a solid three if we played it three or four more times. I don't know about that. Anyhow. That's the best we can say. So uh, that is what we got on that, Nicole. That's it.
1: That's all she wrote. That's
0: episode 27.
1: In the can.
0: That's right. And it's okay. time to say goodbye.
1: <laughs> Flushed away. That's no, right.
0: <laughs> I mean, we 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 liked Devastation, okay.
1: Yeah. We
0: didn't like Xeno Shift at all, and we be- liked Heroes of Normandy, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to rave about this time.
0: Nope. Not all of them can be winners, right? That's true. Now, I'm going to tell you that we enjoy speaking to all of our listeners. We really do.
1: Yeah. We got a new guild member this week. Right. I was excited about that. Hey, hey. Thanks for joining.
0: Now, but we also enjoy listening or like hearing from you as well. Yeah. Uh, if you have something to say or to ask us, you can uh, email us at talkaboutboardgames at gmail.com or mail us at P.O. Box 6943 Lee's Summit, Missouri 64064. Uh, you can also take part in show discussions and future segments by joining our guild on board game geek. Now to keep up with things board game that we are up to, follow us on Instagram or Trent our Twitter. sorry. Trinter? Twitter Trent Twitter. Uh, Also, if you haven't yet, please review us on iTunes or like our Facebook page. I don't know why I'm saying all this.
1: It's getting late.
0: Uh, Be sure to check with us again in two weeks when we dive into the genetic pool with Matt and Brianna to see what comes out in the board game Evolution. And thank you very much for listening. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. What's up, my victory conditions? Am I going to lose this because Rex I think you're going to
1: lose it anyway? You only have two points against me.
0: I know, but I'm doing better. Starting to do better. Uh, I, yeah, the only way for me to get a victory at all is if Rex leaves. If Rex doesn't leave, I don't get anything. So, so go on. get your dog. So hold on.